All right, so now the the session has recorded. All right, so we we uh, we, we 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 decided to record after the after we started going into some really good, <laughs> yeah, really good content. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we we have Marmite Toast here, very active member in the a bit in the too Polkadot. active. <laughs> yeah, very, very <laughs> claim too active in the Polkadot Kusama <laughs> ecosystem. So this is really cool. For, first podcast with Marmite. I'm very excited for this. Um, he has a lot of really good tweets on on Twitter. Uh, really fun uh, handle to follow, even on the uh, just on the Polkadot Kusama side of things, as well as crypto. How's it? Uh, how's it going? How's your day going with uh, for you, Marmite? Yeah, man. Thanks for the. Uh, to be honest, it's weird. It's weird to be to to be referred to as Marmite Toast. You know, like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it like when, when, name, yeah. <laughs> when when crypto and the real and the real world merge. Yeah. You know, it's it's scary. But no, man, it's good and it's um it's cool to be on here and. And I think like, I think there's definitely a strong community with Kusama and Polkadot, but like compared to the size of the network and compared to what it will be, I still think it's like really quite small and niche. Um, and I think, yeah, that's just because of, of the network itself. Like I was saying to you a minute ago, like I think from an outside perspective, like there's, there's so many layers and so many buzzwords to yeah. like Polkadot and Kusama, like, right. You know, if it's, like even for people that are quite fam familiar with like ETH and use DeFi and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you just look at Polkadot and Kusama face glance and you see parachains, auctions, you know, like it all sounds great and stuff. And I've, but I think a lot of people will like just have the mentality of like, well, OK, what's what's going on now? You know, oh, OK, nothing. Oh, OK, it's the same as everything else that's promising, but doesn't have anything, you know. So I think that's sort of why it's still flying under the radar. But yeah, like I think we're seeing right now, like um, I try and not get too excited because <laughs> I think like we're on the brink of it really becoming a bit more um, understood and naturally yeah. then a bit more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I think like the design is just there's so many layers to it, you know, just 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 the fact of like the auctions and, and how they create a relationship between the community and the developers. And, you know, it's really cool to see and and. You know, I think ultimately we've not seen anything like it in crypto before. So, yeah, it's really cool to follow and, and it's a bit of a steep learning curve. But, yeah, I think as soon as you sort of, as soon as you, like, get a little bit of a taste mm -hmm. of it, like mm -hmm. the, 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 the switch just flips and it's hard to go back. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It, it's the, the design of it. I, I personally really like the design of the, the Polkadot Kusama ecosystem as far as how like the idea with with composability because we we see at least on ethereum where uh once you hit let's say those those caps on layer one mm. it's just trying to get to like a layer two it's it's a lot harder i think you know it, it eventually you know their community and their users will be able to uh kind of sort through or or push past like a lot of the issues they're running into now yeah. uh, though though you can see it's it's really hard like the architecture around uh, layer two isn't quite uh, fully developed things like that. It's a the tooling is still really a work in progress. Uh, I know Optimism and Arbitrum are are probably the two leaders right now, at least in the on the layer two side. But so far, like even from my experience using Kusama, uh, the the idea of let's say being able to teleport value from like one uh, DeFi application to another DeFi application was was really interesting, and, and I got I, I got a pretty good taste of that at least for the first time when um i was just experimenting like i just took you know a small amount of like ksm moved it into 
uh, Karura, and it just it did it so fast. And then yeah, it's... like using the deck, it was exactly what you're saying. It was like the everything about it was just really fast. Like interaction with the de- decks really fast. Fees fees were really low, so you don't even notice them, right? Yeah. Which is amazing yeah. when you're used to ETH and you're like, how much am I paying for this? Like, fuck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> It's like it's like basically somebody going to a grocery store and just not looking at the prices of, of yeah, anything. You, you feel rich. You feel yeah. rich when you. <laughs> yeah. But um. But yeah, and like, and I think I'm I'm really happy that Karua was the first one and is now the first one rolling out. Like, not only because I think it will just play such a massive part in like the future of Kusama in general. Like, I've. It, like obviously we'll have future more DeFi power chains and stuff, but I think fundamentally like the the offering they have is just going to be so hard to match. But like mm-hmm. I think even when you can when you compare it to everything else, you know, it's just I I've, I struggle to find a comparison for for something else in like ETH DeFi that has this many products like in one place, like the ability like to have a stable coin to have the liquidity yeah. mining to have the decks to have like okay some of this obviously isn't launched yet but then we'll have ETH and BTC bridges like layer twos will be able to build on top of it like like it's just like when you add all those things up you're like holy shit and this is just one parachain like yeah <laughs> I feel like yeah. I tweet that every week because but it's just like <laughs> every time I think about it it's like it's exciting to me you know because I think everybody's now starting to see holy shit this is just one parachain and just the design of the auctions it's like wait I could have got car tokens like quote unquote for free like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's especially when the price action like as much as like all of us want to be passionate about it and follow the tech like at the end of the day the majority of the market follows like where the money is and you know the TVL and and just straight up like what price is doing so um yeah I think it's like such a good market and just for Kusama in general just to show like Okay, now now we do have a parachain live. Now we do have auctions like gonna start again literally in a couple of weeks. Now we do yeah. have DeFi. Like you don't really have to care about oh what's the buzzword of like interoperability. Like now we can actually just say here it is, you know, like you, right. you don't have you don't have to believe you don't have to have faith in it anymore. You can see it with your own eyes, sort of thing, you know. And I think that 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 would just be such a jump, like for people to realize and um yeah, there's just so like there's so like like you said a minute ago, like Moon River as well. Like it pretty much just brings ETH onto Kusama, and like there's there's just so many possibilities and so many combinations that I think it's just so hard to 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 imagine. Like even for for the for those of us that follow it like super closely, it's really hard to just like even comprehend or have a really clear picture of what it will look like. So that's why, like in my opinion, it's still just like the most undervalued like project out there just because like it's never been done before and and i think the same same when anything is is being that innovative like nobody knows how to price it you know like yeah we're we're still guessing as well right like (laughs) yeah for sure and that's the that's what uh you know even even going back to like a like even ethereum uh just Mm. just as like the layer one uh, a lot of ethereum success today was it was a result of the like the experimentation. I, I view Ethereum as like a canvas of ideas, and then mm. uh, there, it, it only takes a small fraction of those ideas to to explode into something massive. And it has this you know huge network effect around it now. And then uh, seeing, let's say, the first even just the cup, the first few auctions on Kusama, I was like, all right, like 
I'm already <laughs> sold on this idea. Like, cause yeah. it, it, it was, it, it was incredible. Like the engagement on just the first few parachains auctions were, it was really high. I mean, like over, I think it was about 11, it was around 11 or 13% of the supply that was, that was yeah, uh, and, used and, in the crowd loans. And, and I think when you take into account, um, like, of of the supply that was actually circulating it was closer to like 20 percent, which is really insane mm. and like i think that's that's another good point of just like the the design and the tokenomics of kusama like it kind of scares me a bit you know because <laughs> because like at the end of the day you're not ever really going to go below 50 percent of supply being staked um so that's like kind of just a given and then yeah like right now we've only had the first auctions and we we only have 35 percent circulating supply and right we've got five more auctions coming up and like i'd say you're going to get at least another five and ten percent of the total supply locked up in those mm -hmm. and then like and then like i think it's going to change again because i think the i think like in my head is there's kind of like three different stages of the auctions mm -hmm. like the the first mm -hmm. stage was the very initial like first one where everybody was kind of working out how it what it even meant like this was the very first time for everyone it was brand new like i i don't want to say it was only the hardcore fans like participating but like for a lot of people it was like what even is this you know like i don't really understand what's going on which i think is fair enough but like the main projects one, there wasn't that much competition because, you know, Karura, Moon River, Shiden, they've all been building for ages. They all have like loyal support. Like, I don't think it was any surprise that they won. Mm -hmm. And then the second mm -hmm. batch of auctions that are going to happen this month, I think we're then going to start to see like some proper like bidding wars. Like on the fifth, yeah. the fifth auction, you saw it a bit with um, Bifrost and Basilisk mm -hmm. where like Basilisk kind of came a bit out of nowhere like started posting a load of memes and like suddenly shot up and that was that was that was that made it super exciting you know so to me like this next batch of auctions is like everybody's a bit more clued up we've got career alive it's started trading and everybody can see like just the pure return potential that you get from yeah. participating in this stuff right and and like the wider crypto community is probably a bit more clued up especially since polka dots getting a bit more attention too mm -hmm. and like and like like we've, like today kilt announced that they were going to participate right and like kilts like i i wouldn't say it's like more going to be bigger than like something like karura but i you know kilt is going to be one of the biggest things to follow just just in general you know mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and 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 they're super unique in that they're only going to have one token for ksm and dot which yeah. i like nobody's done that so far and i don't know if anybody is planning on doing it but like that's just going to be crazy for ksm you know because everybody that wants to get involved is going to be i mean you have to have ksm to do it right and like yeah that's that's just going to be crazy to to, to to see that and then like yeah then like after after this next round of auctions i think like we're just going to slowly start to see like the real future of ksm where like auctions are on a regular ba rolling basis um like they're smaller projects that you probably haven't heard of and like to me that's the super super exciting part where it's just a continuing like conveyor belt of like cool projects stuff you need to research and learn like it's just gonna be super cool to see how the community decides what's valuable and what what the network needs mm -hmm. and and yeah like it's at the moment we've had five and ultimately we're gonna have hundreds so it's just it's hard to even imagine what that looks like you know it's um yeah 
absolutely and and the, and the uh, and I, I believe the idea was also that like Polkadot and Kusama are going are are in some way going to be nested into each other so if you're on one side or the other like Kusama would essentially be like a nested parachain on on Polkadot so you you have this you end up basically doubling up the scaling between the two networks since each of them are hosting uh, you know, a hundred independent, a hundred uh, separate parachains, and then it's it's just the whole the whole. That's where like the whole idea just completely exploded. Um, <laughs> and my, at the time, I was like, "Damn, this like this could be very, very, very powerful." Because it's it's it's. Uh, I think a lot of people just kind of underestimate, you know, the the UX aspect of it because being mm. able to transfer, let's say, value from value data, like once you transfer, let's say, from one parachain to another in this like very composable environment it's i i think that's going to be very very uh powerful and then and, and just kind of the fact that like you know with a lot of networks that launch at least historically a lot of them launch without really bootstrapping any like projects that builds a network effects mm, around that's the true yeah system. so um that's one thing that particularly stood out for me with the on the you know with with uh, Polkadot and Kusama's ecosystem was the number of uh, projects that that are competing for those initial parachain slots. So it, it's you know it's it's what it's it's going to be very interesting because as as you mentioned at a certain point when you get to uh, you know auctions down down the line where you know maybe it's like the twentieth or the thirtieth auction to secure a slot. It's I, I think it's going to be very interesting because like that's where. Uh, there's there's a lot of potential upside if you end up selecting ones at the time that end up um, that end up like exceeding let's say expectations so to say so I think it's going to be great for speculation just in general because like the market in general loves to speculate humans love <laughs> to speculate I mean that's why sure. that's why a lot of, a lot of us are, are in crypto yeah um, exactly it's it's uh, it's fun so. Um, yeah, the the so far the I I know right now Moon River I I believe they are, at, not too far away from having let's say some sort of bridge that connects uh, their network over into Ethereum and uh, that is going to be really interesting because I I know most Ethereum users are connecting through let's say MetaMask and then securing through like securing assets through like a cold storage device like. Uh, Trezor and Ledger being the two most common ones. So now uh, I'm very interested to, to see if there's now liquidity because it's it's all connected into the same wallet. And I, I think like Binance Marching to me proved that there is definitely opportunity for these other networks to grab like some kind of market share in, yeah, in for this sure. entire smart contract space. And I know Binance Marching really bootstrapped off of the ethereum community just using let's say metamask and um these standard hardware wallets just connecting to that same exact wallet and then it was just very easy for assets to start to like spill over or move between the two networks so i'm very excited for that because i i know um there's nft speculation uh as far as like some of the the pair chains on on Polkadot and Kusama, I know NFT. There's going to be EVM like uh, Karura will be EVM, EVM compatible. Uh, Moon River definitely EVM compatible. Mm. Um, and it's what's going to be very interesting to me is like 
where the NFT market actually ends up landing on Kusama because it's going to land somewhere. And there's, there's, <laughs> there's like, yeah, there, there's, there's a parachain or there's projects, I should say, that are um, trying to, let's say, build some sort of NFT based market. But it's, it's going to be very interesting to see whether the NFT market, let's say, lands on one of those parachains or whether it ends up being on like Moon River since they're EVM since they have the whole uh, EVM toolkit available to them. It's that, that to me is, is, is the question mark as far as like, which is, which is really good for, uh, you know, Polkadot and Kusama holders in general. Cause like, you know, either way, regardless of where it yeah, ends exactly. up, you end up benefiting and, from it. <clears throat> and, and, and I think that's, that is the beauty of it. Like nobody really knows, but at the end of the day, like you're, you're, you're kind of going to, you're going to be right whatever you do like yeah <laughs> i think i think like the the way to look at like holding kasama is like you're you're buying you're buying the hay bale instead of looking for the needle in it and then yeah. participating in the parachains are like i mean there's specific bets but at the same time you're only risking the opportunity cost of what you would have got if you were staken right so you're not right it's not like an ico or anything where you, where you where you risk like your entire your entire capital that you have have to begin with you know and i think that's that's the beauty of it like all you're all you're risking is the alternatives of what you would do with that instead and mm -hmm. like in my head that just creates such a a positive environment where like everybody's competing but competing to deliver the best you know like the parachains yeah. ultimately are going to be decided on what the community thinks either gives them the best rewards or what adds the most value to the network. And yeah, I think you, I think you had another really good point on like, how is stuff going to, is stuff going to like explode on Moon River or is it going to like, or is stuff going to just like filter down to its own parachains? And again, I think that's just the insane thing about Kusama. Like not everything needs to be a parachain. Like, like yeah. there's plenty of things that could just live on Moon River like you could even have just layer twos live on something like Karura, or you could have stuff that wants to be a power thread, you know? And like, mm -hmm. I think that's the beauty of it. Like most people can't get their heads around parachains, let alone power threads. Like I can't even get my head around power threads. Like, but the fact is that just like everything you could think of to make Kusama and Polkadot become like the biggest, most scalable networks has already been designed. And like, mm -hmm like it's not even a meme that like gavin wood is like 400 iq because i think he is because um you know every like every single level of detail you look at within either kasama or polka dot has been designed like with everything in mind and mm -hmm. and yeah and and i think that's the thing like just just the just the idea of locking up your your ksm in the auctions like that just forces the network to be long term you know it's right Right. It's like it just completely changes the mindset and and how and how people interact with the network and how people interact with the teams. Like before Pokemon Kasama, like yeah, I followed like some DeFi stuff and you know, like I was always following teams and like stuff that I saw was interesting. But but when you're participating in the like parachain auctions, you're forced to, right? Because you're you're like your own VC fund. You're like, yeah. okay, why would I go for kill over basilisk? Okay, Basilisk mm -hmm. give me more rewards, but Kilt is going to have more like use potential. So like, and I think like giving like individual holders that power is just it's just insane in terms of like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just just community governance as well. Because like it doesn't matter if you have a thousand KSM or like ten bucks worth of KSM, right? Like everybody kind of can still 
have that same level of engagement with the community and and i think i think when you like really start to look into like what gavin was says and stuff like you can really tell that like his heart is with like the governance and how socially everything will work like obviously yeah. he's created in the same like level of technology as well but like it's quite clear that he he wants to create something that's much more than just like a blockchain network you know it's and we, at the end of the day that it is much more you know like we're all we're all human beings on the other side of the screen so it's it's really cool to just see like pure innovation like not only in the technology mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. also in the governance and and like the society community yeah. like side of things as well so yeah absolutely as well said like the uh, even even back to the uh, the comments with Gavin Wood. So I, you know, I always tell this people like I will not bet against Gavin. Wood. <laughs> don't like, bet. It, yeah. Don't bet against Gavin. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like you know. I think a lot of it, you know, so many people just in general when it comes to uh, markets, investing, like the patience aspect of things is it's it's hard. Like it's really hard. It's, it's hard oh, for, for sure. For like, sure. like, um, and and that's and that's what I mm-hmm. gen like. Like in my day, in my my day to day life, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a trader, right? But like, so most of my friends come to me and they're like, "Ah, oh, okay, what should I do?" You know, what I see? and it's like I would only ever recommend just holding. You know, like yeah, don't don't trade. Like find projects you're interested in, learn learn about them, and just hold. Like like don't people just want to do everything like as fast as possible and they want to catch the they want to sell the top and buy the bottom and it's just like you don't yeah if you're in it for the money that's the wrong aspect and even if you're not in it for the money like you're still going to be better off just just long-term holding you know especially in something like this where it's um i mean i'm quite a passionate person about uh making sure that people don't think kasama is not just a test net but like I think, I mean, I love Polkadot as well, but like, don't get me wrong, but like, I think in terms of valuation, it's just like completely off at the moment. And, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think like there's been times where I've thought like, ah, oh, man, like, why isn't there more marketing for this? You know, like, like, why isn't this like trying to be made a bit more clear? But like, I think at the end of the day, like, it doesn't really need it because it, like, like you said with ETH, like, the stuff that builds on the network will ultimately be the best marketing that you can have, right? Like, yeah. if everybody that starts to now look at Karura and saying, holy shit, this is a really fast, cheap DeFi platform that mm-hmm. I can do literally everything of, literally everything on, like, that, that is the best marketing that you can have for consumer in general, right? And, and, like, and like, I think you mentioned a minute ago on Moon River, like, just look at the projects that Moon River have already been building with, right? They've got SushiSwap, they've got Balancer, they've got MetaMask, and, like, they're, they're already working with, like, the main big players on, on ETH. And, right. and, and I think, like, that's the thing. Like, all these other teams that are building on ETH or, or Binance or Solana, like, I don't think they really care like what network they're on i think they just want to offer a good product to as many people as possible and i think when people start to realize that launching on kusama or polka dot like gives you the most exposure you can and like the quickest best access to the largest like market of users then i think that that's when like the network effect just kicks in and we see it explode right because at the end of the day like the the value the value adds to to users is there like 
it's cheap, it's safe, and it's faster than like most networks out there. And, right. and I, th- I think the team's building on it now are just the mm. best advertisement for that, you know, like especially stuff like Kilt, where like Kilt have done like really good articles on why they're bothering to build on Polkadot and Kasama in the first place. And I think like even if you don't understand the tech, like just to hear why teams are doing it, like especially new teams that like could have just easily built on Ethereum. I think that's just like such a such a solid argument of of why there will be such a positive future for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, absolutely like the the even even as far as like how most people let's say may classify like Kusama as like because uh, I, I always hear testnet come up quite frequently, but <laughs> um, I, I I've uh, I've kind of started to adjust like the wording around that like i i always yeah. refer to it as a live i just refer to it as a live sandbox i think sounds much much more <laughs> like fit, much more realistic as far as what the what the network itself is going to do because yeah you're right like the 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 thing the the main thing i guess people think of like when they when they say testnet is like i think mentally like you're you think of something like bitcoin or litecoin and it's very it's very clear yeah, exactly like on that on on that side of things for proof of work that um you know the network effect all of it's centered around like bitcoin and then a lot of bitcoiners just don't like litecoin like it's it there's it's kind of like frowned upon in the in the bitcoin um in the bitcoin realm but in in the case for um, dot and kusama there's like a very very like unique function for each of the networks so Mm. um you know the 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 idea on Kusama to like prototype and and be able to like build things, you know, much faster and just get it to market is very, very useful. So having, that's why I like, you know, having, that's why I always call it like a live sandbox now is it's, you, you have this live sandbox of ideas that directly can, it's going to connect to uh, Polkadot and the two are going to scale off of each other. So it, they both basically add, if anything, to each other because the market can just freely and very easily participate like on what you know they can move the value between whatever networks they want on either kusama or or polka dot so i personally think both are going to do very very well yeah um, but i think there's a there's a misclassification from how um somebody that may not be familiar with uh polka dot and kusama tend to classify something like kusama because this is the first time we are seeing like a live sandbox of this kind. Uh, historically, we've had uh, test nets in the market. Like for example, even Cardano, even though it's just a, a layer one chain, mm. they had they had it they had a test net prior to their launch of Shelly. And I know for I know for a fact that Charles was was paying attention to what um, you know within Gavin's ecosystem. He was keeping a very <laughs> close eye on Polkadot and Kusama because right, right right before it was like right before the the closure of their um, their test net, he kind he tried to do a one eighty. It's like <laughs> wait a minute, what if what if we turn this into a live network with value on it? Good and luck, commu- Charles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really funny because the community like he I I uh, I just don't think he was like very. Um, like open on the part as far as like Polkadot and Kusama because he didn't want like his like his community to like look at, look in that direction. But yeah, he was definitely paying attention to Kusama at the time, and the community didn't know what was going on, so the idea got <laughs> shut down. So Kusama, for, from my viewpoint, is the only 
it's it's the only ecosystem where you have this live sandbox where where either devs can just build on that network and then it's ultimately up to them if they want to roll that over onto Polkadot later on. So I I think both are going to have a very um, nice utility in the market. No, for sure. And like, I, I 100% agree with you that like, again, like a Canary network is like, it's, I definitely wouldn't argue with that because it's true. Like Kusama is the Canary Canary network of Polkadot. But, but like you say, like, it's hard enough to understand Polkadot, let alone understand Kusama and then having to understand okay, well, why, why would I use Kasama if I have Polkadot? And like, why would there be value in both? So like, I completely get why there has been like a, a miscategorization of it. And like, in my opinion, I'm kind of glad about that, you know, because it means I personally think it's incredibly undervalued, like not yeah. just against Dot relatively, um, but just in the market in general. Like, I think when you compare it to everything else out there, it's like, how is this only like one and a half billion market cap considering what mm -hmm. it's going to be. But like, I think that makes sense when you can put it in the context of like, it's still not completely launched and it, it's so hard to understand until you actually start seeing stuff. But yeah, like I, I wrote quite a passionate piece like a week or two ago about like how I see Kasama growing individually. And I think like there's very intricate designs of the network that will give them both like unique directions. Like like when I say Kasama's faster, like it's obviously nothing to do with like transaction speed or anything. It's just all about the governance. And yeah. I think when you look at like even the details of how the both networks have been designed, Polkadot really is designed to be like the 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 big boss wearing a suit. Like he has to wear a suit every day, but that's because he's got like serious shit to do, you know? Like mm -hmm. he's 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 gonna have like banking level infrastructure like yeah like like we've seen with like facebook coming out and their mm. whole dm coin right like i genuinely think that like the, the the enterprise government national level applications of blockchain will go to polka dot like i i just think that will be the network that sees like those huge huge level levels of like real world block, blockchain application mm -hmm. and then i think that just opens up the window for kasama where it's like okay like all the big boys they're sitting on polka dot they're doing like the, the the big business right like it's expensive to get on there like i mean karura raised what like one two hundred million for their first crowd loan so like in my head that's just like holy shit like to yeah. launch to launch on polka dot like okay maybe in a year two years time it's going to be a lot cheaper but like to launch on polka dot is going to require a significant mm. amount of capital mm. and like i don't think it's a bad thing because like i say like i think polka dot's going to be like the vip network where like there's there's no messing around it's like the most stable the most secure network out there and it has the, the parachains to, to reflect that, you know? But in my head, it's just what makes Kusama so exciting because it's like, okay, you're actually going to see real, like, real innovation on Kusama because a, a, a new team trying some cool DeFi, you know, concept or trying some new NFT concepts or some new game or, you know, whatever, like any of this new stuff that's coming up will go to Kusama. And maybe it goes to Polkadot at a later date. Maybe it doesn't, but like Kusama will just naturally be much more accessible to a lot of teams sure. and, and and i think that then feeds into the fact that like every big project that's building on polka dot will also be rolling out first on kusama so it's like you get the mm -hmm. best of both worlds you know like all these small innovative innovative like conceptual 
projects building on Kusama, they can still connect and have access to Karura and to Moon River and to Shiden, like, which is just the beauty of it. Like, everything's still going to be there and they can still connect to it. And obviously, at a later date, Kusama and Polkadot will be bridged and connected themselves. But like, it's just going to create such a such an awesome environment where we like you do have a lot of cross-chain compatibility and you mm -hmm. do have a lot of connection between all the power chains and every everything like can make advantage of each other right like it's yeah. not this whole fragmented layer one world where there's like a new team each week trying to kind of do the same thing like on on kusama and polka dot like teams can just focus on like the value they want to actually add you know like they don't have to worry about like the, almost the admin of building like mm. the security of their blockchain because they just plug into Kasama or they plug into another parachain and and that stuff's all sorted you know they can literally just focus on okay what are we trying to bring to the market that isn't already there and like I think I always use Basilisk as the perfect example because they're mm. kind of bringing two different products like on Kasama they're bringing like a, a whole like liquidity bootstrapping like a uh, offering that that totally fits in with like the whole innovative side of, of Kusama. Yeah. And then on Polkadot, they're aiming to, to do like a thing called an Omnipool, which mm. like two completely different products, but like it's just such so awesome to see that the teams kind of looked at both networks, looked at their kind of specific advantages and what they're best for, and then right. kind of pushed a, a, a specific product onto each of that. And obviously, they plan on linking those two uh, later date too. So, like, it's just going to yeah. be so cool to see how everything really is interconnected between Polkadot and Kusama and within mm -hmm. the networks themselves. You know, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, and that and and uh, even like one thing I've definitely observed on crypto Twitter within the ecosystem is there's like between the two networks, it's just mutually supportive, and that's mm. that's one thing I like. Like, because I I um, I you know, I, I generally do not, like, I find, like, hardcore maximalist on one side yeah. like, very, very annoying to, like, uh, yeah. to deal with. So it's it's nice having this game theory in the ecosystem where it's mutually beneficial. So, because, so, and, and I think a lot of it is, like, when 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 somebody's question, like, I, I think in general, when, when somebody's, let's say, asking specific questions, Mm. Uh, people are are trying to look for absolute answers for something that doesn't have an absolute answer. Like markets in general, no, they 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 behave like an indeterministic fashion. So, like in the case for uh, Polkadot and Kusama, if you just have markets on you know both the networks, if things can just flow around like water, and it's like, all right, well the market's just going to react how it's going to react. But you know, either way, like there's a very there's there's a very specific like um not specific, there's a very uh unique like uh use case like having uh ha the ability to like get on you know the canary network and then even the decision of of whether the developer wants to proceed to you know polka dot afterwards because I, I i agree with what you're saying as far as like the, the larger banking applications that maybe you know are, are have to take like additional steps and then get on uh, polka dot afterwards I, I think we'll we'll definitely see um, some of that activity going on in, in Polkadot's ecosystem. Um, but I, I kind of imagine that the the environments a lot of people are familiar with on Ethereum today is kind of like what you'll see on, on Kusama, where it's like a very chaotic environment. But that, yeah. but that chaos is actually what creates value. That's just how 
that's that's like the beauty of it so you know i i like the i like the direction of where it's where it's um going so far and uh yeah i have a very 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 close eye on the on the next round of uh parachain auctions that seem like will you know inevitably pop up if i had to speculate within the next like hopefully uh two months I, there's i think a few people on on twitter were mentioning maybe around like september for, for um, the um for, sorry for you mean for the polka dot auctions or for the next kusama ones oh for the next kusama ones i was thinking yeah i was i was well i was speculating we'll see the kusama ones like fr- from like six to ten first before moving on to like having let's say the initial ones on polka dot was my guess yeah and, and like i i guess nothing's nothing's been confirmed so like it's yeah. kind of guess but like yeah like i think in my opinion we'll, we'll see like maybe i maybe it's maybe whenever like tomorrow next week whenever like mm. they'll announce that the next uh six to ten auctions should probably i think they should start at least in august maybe it's yeah. at the end of august that they start mm-hmm. but then i think we'll have We'll have that start at the end of August, and then five weeks, uh, five weeks of auctions, which would put us into early October. And then, just in my pure opinion, I don't think the polka dot auctions will start until that, which puts us kind of like October time, mm-hmm. um, which I think makes sense. And obviously, like they're kind of going through the audits still on polka dot, so yeah. it's not just it's not just the Kusama auctions that they're waiting for. Like they kind of need to finish this audit too. Um, yeah. But yeah, and like and and. It's just, and like you say, like like we've been saying the whole time, like what's good for Kasama is good for Polkadot and what's good for Polkadot is good for Kasama. And ultimately, like if we get a lot of hype over these next Kasama auctions, which I think we will do, like that just builds more hype for Polkadot, you know? And more hype for Polkadot just means that everybody's like, oh shit, wait, Kasama, Kasama's there as well? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Yep. it's um, and yeah, like it's... And like, like, like I kind of wrote uh, like a week or two ago, like even team like there's 100 percent teams that like their prior primary primary focus is is on polka dot and that's kind of mm. that's kind of where they're going to spend most of their time but even for teams like that they're still going to be rolling out everything on kusama first so it's like yeah. it's such a it's such a win-win relationship right that, like the, the 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 weakness of kusama is the strength of polka dot and mm. you know the, the the strength of polka dot is kind of the weakness of kusama and like they they just have this ever evolving relationship where Kasama okay might become like the hub of innovation and especially like I think we're gonna see some really cool stuff on NFTs and some really cool like gaming stuff and, and just DeFi yeah. in general as well like especially when you have stuff like Basilisk right like, the combination of something like Basilisk that is aiming to support like small like market cap projects launch. And then you can just combine that with Karura, right? Like Karura is like a mega DeFi hub in its own right. And like any new parachain or whatever, any new parathread can connect to that instantly. Like that's such a significant advantage for any new team or any new project come into the network. Like in my head, like I'm not a developer, but in my head, like if I was building something, like being able to tap into that much value oh, that's, so that's awesome. already there is like... Amazing. And like I think that just constantly yeah. that just like that's just the snowball, you know. And once that gets yeah. rolling, like I think this, I think like Carrera launching now is just it's kicked the snowball, and the snowball is like yeah. now slowly starting to get faster. And then I think that's just like even purely from like a, a price market like mm. e- tokenomic point of view, I think Kasama is going to be crazy because like thirty five percent circulating supply is is insane for for. A, a network that 
hasn't even properly launched yet. Like, right. it's just hard to even imagine like in a year's time, what's the circulating supply going to be and how much is going to be locked up in auctions and in staking. And like, it's just going to, it's just going to mean like, if you, if you, if you see the value in Kasama, you're probably going to have it locked up in some form, whether it's staking or like in a DeFi pool on Karura or obviously mostly in auctions. And it's just like, if you know, you have no incentive to ever sell. Like, right. it, it's just, it adds so much inherent value into just owning the the coin. Like obviously ETH and, and all these other networks, they still offer that, but just the way that Kusama is designed to, to, to make you like, never never want to let go of what you have it's mm -hmm. just like even me now i'm like i'm looking at all this new liquidity pools in karura and it's like man i, I don't even want to like swap some of my ksm to 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 to, to enter a liquidity pool you know like it's it's like i i, I just want to have that stack that i can continually fund parachains with because it's like okay in a year's time when i get my entire ksm back from crowdfunding karura or moon river there's going to be like a hundred other new projects that I can crowdfund for, you know? So like it just creates such a, like a massive incentive to always hold that like, yeah, I can't find anything else like it in the market. And I think a lot of people are like, well, okay, yeah, that's a great point, but like, why doesn't it reflect in the price now? And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's you got to give it time, you know, like these things don't happen overnight and like nobody's expecting it to trade times 10 tomorrow. But like, I think all these things add up and like, it's just gonna, yeah. I mean, I always say that, like, I think it will be the best performing like altcoin out there. And I hate, I hate even call it an altcoin, but at the end of the day, it's like 55 on the market cap ranking. Right. So mm -hmm. when you compare it to everything else, it is tiny, but like, if you kind of see it for what it is and you, you kind of understand the value in it, you're kind of scratching your head of like, holy shit. Like there's no reason this shouldn't be top 10. Like, mm -hmm there's not even like me trying to be a trader or anything that's just pure like value add to 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 like blockchain and and, and the the value that owning kusama gives you you know like it's it's crazy so um i'm, I'm super excited to see how how it actually starts to trade when when things get going and um yeah it's i try not get too excited but like uh it's hard not to <laughs> Yeah, I was I was actually just thinking about logging into like Kraken and buying some some more Dude, Kusama. Kusama needs to pay me for this, you know. Yeah, like, where's my commission? Totally. <laughs> but you know, like I think that's that's I think that level of design is is insane because like it doesn't really matter what level of understanding you have. Like if you if you yeah. really care about the technology and you really want to understand every single thing then that's amazing. But at the end of the day, somebody that doesn't really care about the technology and kind of just follows it every so often, they're still going to kind of have the same like perceived value of Kusama in that like you give it to crowd loans and you get free tokens back. Like you stake it up and you get 15% annually. Like it doesn't really matter what end of the spectrum you're on. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's still kind of easy to see like the value in holding Kusama itself. Whereas yeah. on other networks, it's kind of hard. Like, okay, you might you might be super bullish the network, and the network has so many good things building on it. But like, what what's the inherent like value of actually owning the token? You know, like, okay, it's a governance token, and maybe I get some fees or whatever. But like, it's 
I just I, maybe there's something else out there, but like I'm not that biased, and I would like I'd happily support something that was the same, but like I just can't see anything else that has that level of like tokenomics, you know? Like it's and obviously it's the same for Polkadot as well. Like what what's the incentive to ever sell Polkadot if every year you can or I think it's two years on Polkadot, but same thing. Like mm. every every period you can use your appreciating asset to get more appreciating assets for for free pretty much right like, yeah 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 <laughs> like that that design like not only rewards the holders massively because like we've seen on Karura right if you backed Karura you would have made i don't know like i can't remember the calculation off my head but like you you got you got 20 car for every KSM and car is now trading at like $8 so like that's mm. a pretty that's a pretty insane re- like return on investment considering like you've got another year for it to appreciate. But like, it's going to be the same, like on, on every parachain, it's going to be the same. Like, it's just going to be so much, especially on Kusama, because why I'm so like excited about Kusama is because everything's launching for the first time. And I think that inherently is a bit more risky. And because it's a bit more risky and a bit more unknown, there's going to be more rewards for it, which I think makes yeah. complete sense. Like, for, right. like, I'm sure you'll still get, like, awesome returns on, say, funding Akala on Polkadot. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, when when Akala launched on Polkadot, they've already seen how it works on Kusama. They've already sort of seen maybe what strategy you need to have for the for the for the crowdfunding like yeah how much how much supply do you actually need to give away to get funding and you know like so i think there's they have a lot more info that they can go off of when they sure. launch on Polkadot. whereas kusama is obviously like nobody knows man you've just got <laughs> you've got to do whatever it takes to win the slot if you want it that bad you know mm-hmm. and um and yeah i think it would it's just gonna create like so much competition and and yeah, like 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 I think a lot of us obviously are long term holders of crypto in general and, and like just want to be long term holders for forever. But like for me, it's so much more exciting on Kusama and Polkadot because you constantly have a use for, for holding, you know? Like Right. Like and you you don't have to participate in every auction. Maybe you you're staking until you find something you like, but like at the end of the day, users are, are rewarded for participating in the network. Right. And it's just like, yeah, that's why I think it's just such such a beautiful design of forcing the, the developers and the teams to like pretty much sell themselves, right? Like why why should you build on the network? Like why should I lock my KSM up for like a year's time, which is quite a long time. Like I yeah. know I can get fifteen percent mm-hmm. guaranteed return. Right. Like why should I lock my Kasama up with you? You know, like you've got you've got to give me a good reason to do it. And like First of all, I think that like completely filters out the shit teams because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like if you're trying to build on Kasama or Polkadot, you have to be like very committed to it. And yeah. like not only not only are you giving your own token supply away, but like you have to put a decent amount of effort to like market it and advertise it. But right. then it's the same way. Like the, the users have to choose stuff that they think like will genuinely add value to the network and. I think that's that's where it'd be cool. Like I said, like when we in a year's time, when we see these smaller parachains, like what 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 is going to get the community vote, you know? And ultimately, I think it'll always be good. And and it's just it's just the perfect way of like making sure that the network can scale and everything on the network is like decent quality. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's 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 and it's impossible to try and imagine what it will be like. That's the beauty of it. Like it doesn't matter if you follow KSM every single minute of the day. 
or you never even look at it like we're all kind of guessing right now you know <laughs> yeah for sure that that and the you know i think that having the when it when it comes to let's say bonding your your ksm or, mm. or your dot later on the uh, the the opportunity cost of let's say missing let's say staking rewards isn't it, it's not extreme like it's you know depending on how much the person decides to uh you know bond to the crowd loans it's a very reasonable very reasonable trade-off because there's a lot of upside you know if you end up selecting um the right or or backing the right teams and, and a lot of it too you know that even, even the, the commitment side of things that's the awesome part because um you know, typically like with the with crypto projects is like you end up having this um it's basically like dead weight that's just like stuck in the system yeah. that is just like it's it's just basically a um something that didn't didn't work out. But in the case for these these parachain auctions or these parachain slots, if a development team is not like if they if they have like a lack of like commitment, then they're then they're going to lose their slot to somebody mm. else. And that's like the awesome part is like the 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 um, at the time whoever's participating in the crowd loan gets their KSM back and then they can just bond it to um, somebody else that they deem is more more a worthy candidate. So I I like the game theory. It's it's very clever. Um, and what's this is really the the first time we're we're seeing and this is really the first time we're seeing something of this kind and just in crypto in general so um, yes yeah, it's, it, it's, it's it, and, and that's the beauty of it right like it's like i say it's the first time for us all right and yeah I, I, and i think that is why it's like kind of hard to, hard to understand at first but like i think gradually as, as we have more auctions like everybody gets a bit of bit of a better sense you know and like you say right. like the opportunity costs like you like you yeah like you just said like the opportunity cost versus staking isn't really that high like 15 percent a year is obviously like better than literally ever everything else but like mm -hmm. it's not that hard to beat 15 percent probably for most parachains right like yeah you're you're probably gonna beat that on almost every parachain crowd loan mm -hmm. but the the risk is obviously like if i go all in on this parachain Right. And then something really cool comes up next week. Like that, uh, that's, that's kind of in my head, like the biggest opportunity cost because yeah. like, I think a lot of people have it now. Like, I, like, of course, at the end of the day, Karura and all the first five are huge projects and mm -hmm. you'll do like amazingly well if you funded any of them, but like now kilt and stuff are coming up. People are like, ah, you know, kind of wish I had a bit more to, uh... but then the, 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 but the yeah. beauty of that is, okay, well, what's the way you get more? You have to buy it. So <laughs> it just creates this constant cycle of like, you're either buying KSM or you're holding onto it. Like sell selling isn't a word in my book. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I don't know what the word sell means. <laughs> mm, for sure. It's, it's good. That's, that's hilarious. Cause yeah, that's, it, you're, you're absolutely right. And it goes back to that whole there's just not much liquid supply that's that's out there on the market. Yeah, and, and think like it's every crazy. single parachain, well, not every single yeah. parachain, but most other parachains will have a will have in one form or another a way that locks up more KSM. Mm. Like, I mean, look at Karura, right? Like, I don't know the numbers because it happened like a day ago, but like I imagine as soon as liquid staking and and all this stuff goes live on Karura you're going to have instantly people locking more KSM in there. And, and that's yeah. just that just reduces the liquidity and the supply even more, you know? And, right. and, I, and I think these are like very, very hard things to quantify. Like, okay, what mm -hmm. does that actually mean for the price? 
But at the end of the day, like the in its most simple form, less supply with same or more demand equals higher prices. You know, like yeah. And and it might not happen today or tomorrow, but like uh, over time, that relationship just means that you're going to have something that does perform significantly well. You know. Yeah. Well, it it does look like it's starting to happen today. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's because we started talking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but yeah, exactly. Like it was super interesting this morning as well because obviously. Um, Obviously, the as the Karura liquidity pools went live, the main the main pair pool was KSM uh, KUSD. So, obviously, what a lot of people did this morning was they, I mean, you could tell it in the price. Like a lot of people were selling car Karura to then buy Kasama, mm-hmm. and then they'd put the Kasama in the liquidity pool and earn car instead. So, like, mm-hmm. it just creates these really interesting relationships. Where like where you do see like actual changes in price because of the activity and actually right. really a really interesting point was when we had the fifth parachain auction um like that was kind of the first auction that we saw like real competition mm-hmm. and when and when basilisk like massively jumped up in their crowdfunding like the price the price went up like i don't know what it was but like the market was coming down on like everything was like trading lower and then yeah. suddenly there was just this random like 15 percent spike on kasama and if you looked at the chart, it was like one for one with mm-hmm. when Basilisk like got a hundred thousand more Kasama in their crowd loan, you know. Right. So like uh, maybe it's the team. Maybe the teams are going to start coming out and buying more Kasama because obviously they can self fund or add to it themselves. Or maybe it's just going to be the users that want to buy more Kasama to, to 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 add into the crowdfunding. Like either way, it's just yeah, it creates such a beautiful dynamic where uh, yeah. Absolutely. This is gonna this is gonna lead to some excellent, excellent speculation later on because <laughs> people are gonna start to see like all this stuff start to blow up on Kusama. Yeah. And then they're gonna be like, oh shit, like polka dot is, is gonna have the like this type of stuff like soon too. So then it, it, it just it's really good because now you have this like it, it's not it just flows like water basically back and forth between the two sides and then they just get yes. connected together. It's it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, right? Like there's 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 like everybody that loves Kasama loves Polkadot. And it's like even people like me that spend most of their time like like being a fanboy over Kasama, like mm-hmm. I still hold Dot and I still love Dot. Like, you know, it it would it makes no sense to be like support one and not the other. Like if you see the value in one, you see the value in the other and you know they 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 have a relationship and both have their their, their strengths and weaknesses and and that's like the combination of the two is ultimately what makes them super strong you know because yeah. because like yeah Polkadot is going to be the giant like I, like even from like an external perspective i can't see any other network or anything else in like the coin rank the coin market cap market cap ranking mm-hmm. that realistically could go to like top three i'm not saying polkadot's gonna overtake ethereum like those are just pointless comparisons that like add no value but like in terms of a network that can scale to something of that size i can't really see anything else in there you know like i'm not even gonna bother talking about katano because it's a bit of a meme that like you know i wear smart contracts and stuff but just being purely like realistic like it's hard to see something that can have the scalability that polkadot and kusama have you know and 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 yeah, I'm sure other networks or whatever could replicate it, but 
just mm -hmm. the relay chain design, the auction design, the, the way the governance is designed, the fact that their brother and sister and because is the canary network like yeah it's just this is not gonna that you can't replicate that you know like th there's a reason why this has taken four or five years for like the smartest guys in crypto to launch and and yeah like like you just said like now we're kind of at the point that we've all been waiting for where it's like everybody's been following this and like there's been so many passionate people that have been building it and been supporting it and now it's like it's here you can just sit back, watch the action happen. Like, you know, you, you, you don't need to, you don't really need to market it at this point because everything's going to do it for itself. You know, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the, the power chains are going to, are going to be the best market you can have for the entire network. And, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's all gonna, I think it's really going to just uh, exponentially grow like much bigger and much faster than like most people really realize, yeah. you know? Yeah, because I think I think even Gavin was sort of speculating where um, he was like, yeah, Kusama could very well be like a quarter of like the market yeah, cap of Polkadot. I swear I've heard him say that as well, but I can't. Yeah. I've been trying to find like the quote, but like just to make sure that I wasn't making it up to talk my own book, you know. But because <laughs> I, I, I swear I've I've heard or seen him say that as well, but I haven't been able to find the original. Uh, source but no i think that's completely true as well like at the moment kasama's what like 12 13 percent of dot mm -hmm. and it's yeah. like man come on like like yeah it's the canary network but like it's not just the canary network like it it very clearly has its own use case and its own advantages and like whether you're comparing it relative to dot or you're comparing it to everything else that like I mean, look. At the end of the day, Doge is still worth like ten times all of this, right? So, <laughs> until, yeah. until that changes, like it's incredibly undervalued. Like, um, you know, and even and even when you just compare something like yeah, like literally everything else in the market cap, man. Like, like the fact that like Uniswap, which Uniswap's great. Like, I'm not saying this is a bad thing about these other networks or whatever. Like, Uniswap's great, Solana's great. These are all great things, but. When you look at the value that, like, look at the value of Karura, and look at mm -hmm. its part. Look at the part, like the, the the future that Karura will have on the Kusama network, yeah, and the products it offers in one space. Like when you look at DeFi now, everything's kind of fragmented, right? Like right. you have Aave, which is lending and borrowing. You have MakerDAO, which is like the stablecoin, and then you have Uniswap, which is the Dex and the liquidity pools. And you like you have all these different things which are really cool and really fun to use and obviously add value, but they're all kind of separate. And mm -hmm. but like separately, they have billions worth of value locked in, right? Like Ave has like twelve billion like uh, TVL total value locked by itself. Mm -hmm. Like Uniswap has like forty billion in trade volume, like every month. Like these yeah. stats are insane. <laughs> So when you consider that all of these all of these services, all of these applications will 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 be on one hub, like right. on Karura, it's just gonna be like obviously this isn't gonna happen tomorrow. Like I'm not expecting it to, to happen overnight, but like just the fact that all of these will be under like one hub on, on Karura. Mm -hmm. And then just the fact that like Karura will just be the foundation for like DeFi on Kusama, like like I think I, said, I mentioned it like last week or whatever in a few tweets, but like even non-DeFi 
uh, power chains will ultimately rely on on Karura because, yeah. like you know, like they're going to use they're going to need a stable coin, and, right. and and they're going to need lending and borrowing, and they're going to need a dex, and and like the value add of of not only just Karura by itself as like a DeFi product, but like Karura as part of the Kusum, Kusama network. And then add on to the fact, like Karura, once it does have ETH and, B- uh, and BTC bridges, mm-hmm. and then add on like Karura, then ultimately connecting to Moonriver and somehow connecting to like uh, Sushi Swap and Balancer. It's like, oh, it's my, so good. It's so my mind amazing. starts to melt, yeah. man. <laughs> it's so amazing. Like, because now, now, now things can actually really start to flow like water. So that that's why I. I I just can't you can't underestimate like even even everything that's going on with with that and case because like the thing is once data transmission gets like faster more efficient there's some there's some exponential gains that result from a lot of that stuff so it's like much like the way i view it is like much like ethereum helped scale bitcoin polkadot and kusama are basically scaling ethereum or or playing they have a very key they're a very key piece in the puzzle or, you know, have that potential at some point in the future in this market. So it's very smart. It's like the, the, you know, Moon River, just everybody's using like the existing toolkits in the market. So you Mm. you can bootstrap users, things like that. And then um, the potential is just, it's really just, my mind explodes. There's a certain, (laughs) all all I can say is there's a certain amount of dot I will never, ever, ever sell. Like Exactly. It's, it's, it's it's like you, you can, you can totally, you like when I close my eyes at night, I can totally like imagine how Kasama is just this absolute like beast of like Mm -hmm. chaos where, everything's connected and you have these crazy nft whatever linking with these crazy DeFi liquidity pools that are bridging eth and bt like you just have all of this stuff that like people didn't even think could exist right. or happen right. and then when you look at polkadot polkadot's just like standing over there with his briefcase like with some of the biggest applications in crypto and it's like they're connected themselves and it's yeah it's just it's super exciting and like we're still so early like i think that's that's the thing as well like polkadot auctions haven't even started you know Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. so like it's still so early to to be a part of this and and yeah like you say the network effects are huge like as soon as as soon as moon river goes live which i think they're gonna hit like their next launch phase maybe by the end of august like Moon River will probably start trading like uh, within the next three, four weeks. But like then pretty much, you know, we're going to start to see EVM and, and, and ETH stuff come on to Kusama like within a month. So if you consider like in a month, Karura has probably launched like quite a few more features. Like they're probably, I don't know if the bridges and stuff will be launched in a month, but like they'll have liquid yeah. stake in and stuff like that. Okay, so then you've got like a much more complete DeFi offering literally in mm-hmm. one, two months time. Then you have ETH in like you have ETH com- like cross chain stuff going on within like a month or two months, and then you consider like Shiden and Bifrost and all these other power chains. They're going to be rolling out like within like a month or two as well. And right. then it's right. like this just continual like oh my god like <laughs> you, you you almost unless you're following it every week like there's it's so hard to keep mm-hmm. track of because there's just so much happening and. Like, right. like I said, yeah, when you when you think when you think, oh, okay, 
okay, Bifrost has launched. Okay, now and now, now what? It's like, well, then you've got Basilisk or Kilt, and it's just like each as what as every one of these parachains goes live, it's just like the network effect individually will be insane. Mm-hmm. And then when they start to connect between themselves will be insane. And then when they start to connect to other networks will be insane. And like, I think that's what people don't realize as well, that it's like the hard work's been done, you know, like these teams right. haven't, these teams that haven't only just started been building stuff like now, like Karura mm-hmm. and Akala have been building for, for years, you know, and, yeah. and Moon River and like these, these guys have like, the, the work's been done, you know, and obviously there's still a lot to do and they need to ultimately launch properly. But like, this, it's it's maybe like a month or two months or a couple months after winning the parachain slot for this stuff to go live. And, and you know, it's, it, I think, I think we're, we're building off of a much higher starting point than say Ethereum was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't see why you'd need Polkadot and Kasama to take like, years and years to get to that point because ultimately right. like the foundation's already been laid you know and then yeah and i agree it's, <clears throat> it's just like there's 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 really no restrictions once once stuff's live it could explode tomorrow you know like there's 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 no restrictions in terms of like the network and obviously the, these everything's been built to be as big as possible you know like it's um and 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 the security is there from the relay chain like you, you don't even need to worry about like network security in terms of that stuff you know like it's yeah it's, that it's... part's really nice that part's so nice like I, the sh- i really like the the shared security model because then it's like it doesn't really regardless yeah, of like, where you have the value in the network it's all secured by the same relay exactly and like it's just it's it's just like obviously i guess first of all it's like it's it just makes everything more secure like this which is a pretty pretty good point but then it's just like like all the power chains, like they, they can focus on what they actually want to do, you know, like, yeah, it, like I always fit, like, I think I was having a conversation with somebody on Twitter, like the other day and they were like, well, yeah, but like it takes a lot of effort to get parachain and it's expensive and it takes time and effort to like market to like get the crowdfunding. And it's like, well, yeah, it does. But first of all, you don't need to be a parachain. You, like we said before, you could build on a power thread or something that's cheaper, but also is it really that much harder if you compare the alternative of having to build your own like layer one blockchain from scratch? Like, right. <laughs> like if, if that's the alternative route you would take, you, you 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 could take years to even get to a point where you're launching, you know, or you can build on Ethereum or whatever else. Like then obviously there's nothing stopping that. But like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think you've got to put it in context of what's the next best alternative. And like, at the end of the day, Pokemon and Kasama like 100% have the value add to developers and when you have the developers then like the users come you know like i don't think i don't think users are too loyal to any one specific network if they see a cool product a cool application a cool service that they want to use and it's easy to use cheap to use and fast to use then like like who cares if you use solana or ethereum like if pogodon kasama have the, the, the teams built in yeah. and you know and it's easy to use like that that just that just brings users you know like you don't have to be a super hardcore kasama fan to 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 come to kasama at that point you know like it, it's kind of selling it for you yeah absolutely the um that, that part is well e- even even uh this is this is even just even kind of reminding back to like one of the one of the good points you made earlier uh in this podcast the 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 
the ability to like tap into let's say the liquidity for for parathreads because I, I actually didn't realize this until until you you mentioned it there's there's a way you you worded it where it just it clicked in my mind so like when when projects for example they they launch on a separate layer one and if they launch on something that's not ethereum you lose all the liquidity you you mm. lose access to billions and billions of dollar market like state just in like stable coins aside from like even just what's available at, in terms of the economic energy stored in like ethereum you, you get disconnected from all of that but if you end up setting up as a para thread that like let's say attaches to something like karura that has all these DeFi markets on there or just has all these different money markets that exist you automatically tap into like all that liquidity so whatever value stored on there it's just it's easy for it to flow over into like a pair it's i i i didn't realize the that may have been like the the intention at the time but now it just clicks like it makes total total sense because like that, yeah. that is a huge problem for devs that se separate from ethereum yeah and like to be honest like parafreds are still like i still need to do a million more hours of uh <laughs> of homework to properly understand it myself you know and and that's just the beauty of like like you're always learning like whenever you think you understand it you don't yeah <laughs> but yeah like i think parafreds are like they're pretty much i think you can pretty much like from a like tech point of view consider them the same as parachains but they're just different in terms of they're like a pay-as-you-go and right. i i mean i might be wrong on this but i think i'm pretty sure like obviously a parachain is always connected to the relay chain, whereas a mm -hmm. parafred is kind of is is not always connected to the uh, to the relay right. chain, and you kind of pay as you go for that ability. Which, 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 yeah, like if you if you don't if you're a smaller project or you you don't think you need like the 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 full support of like a, a, an entire parachain, then yeah. yeah, you can go as a parafred, you know. And, and like you say, that that is still connected to the entire network and. And yeah, like we've just been talking about, right? That the entire network isn't just Kasama. The entire network mm -hmm. is Kasama and everything else that's built on Kasama and everything right. else that's connected to that. And 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 that's and that's yeah. I think like I think it's always like everybody loves to be like, ah, oh, what's the next ETH killer? What's the next? You know what's? <laughs> and then I think that's complete. Like even as somebody that spends their whole time looking at Pokemon Kasama, like I, I never view it as that. I just view it as like. Okay, ETH is the clearly the biggest network. It has the most DeFi yeah. users. It has the most NFT whatever. Like it's clearly the biggest. Um, okay, that's the biggest market that Kasama can then connect to. Like yeah. Kasama, Kasama's got a clear value add in in the technology and how it's designed. That's perfect. Like Kasama and Polkadot can make most of the most of that. You know, like it, it's it's Kasama and Polkadot are probably one of the few like protocols that aim to just connect everything and and, mm -hmm. and they bring their own value with it but their value is also the fact that they can like create this truly like interconnected world and right yeah that's 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 worth a lot but it's very hard to value and i think that's just yeah that's why they in the next year or two they probably will be the best performing um coins out there just because yeah. um because they, 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 yeah, yeah. They, it's just hard to, yeah. And, and, and like, that's the thing now, like, like I was kind of having this discussion with like a couple other guys the other day and it was like, do you think there could be like a better job of marketing for Polkadot Kasama? And like, you know, it's very, it's like very dev tech orientated. Like even yeah. if you use Polkadot.js, right? Like, um, 
like if you if you log on to Polkadot uh JS and you're like holy shit this is like I'm hacking into the matrix like <laughs> like if you compare it to using MetaMask or whatever like it's yeah. it's a it's a pretty unique experience right but um but yeah like I, I think that will change as well like there is I think that I think Dan actually made a Dan Risa um he made a post mm -hmm. the other day like what mm -hmm. what is the biggest risk to kasama and polka dot and it probably was like the the, the user friendliness of it um yeah. i think that comes with time like i'd much rather have a network that has like incredible teams building on it incredible technology like every box ticked but it wasn't that user friendly rather yeah. than it being super user friendly and not having much of everything else you know like right <laughs> there's definitely areas that that Kasama and Polkadot can improve upon, but in my opinion, they're like they're like the the easiest areas to improve upon. And at the mm. end of the day, like it's a free market, right? Like there's plenty of teams now that see the value and see the opportunity that there is on Polkadot and Kasama to build stuff like this. You know, like they can see that these are going to be huge networks, and they can see that there is a gap in the market where there isn't that much user friendly applications like uh, like mm. wallets out there. And and for them and for, for developers that's 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 a huge opportunity to fill, right? And okay, maybe it would have been nicer to have stuff like a bit sooner than like now, but ultimately that stuff's being built and that stuff will come, you know. And um Fearless Wallet is a good example and they're they're gonna start launching more features soon. And um oh, what's the other one? Talisman, 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 mm -hmm. I think is a really good one that's gonna be like a, a like a MetaMask equivalent on Polkadot Kusama. Mm, okay. Uh, um yeah, so like there's that I think that will come as like stuff gets launched and stuff gets live. Yeah. So it's definitely probably the biggest weakness of the network, but I'm not too worried about it like being detrimental sort of thing. Like mm -hmm. it's um like at the end of the day, not everything is gonna be perfect and um it's 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 always good to like like talk and, and criticize it where you can, you know, like mm -hmm. And, and what can what can we do as a community as well right like okay can we can we start making more guides and you know there's there's people like uh right. like alice and bob and and guys like this um that that you know that i'm in discords with who 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 genuinely make videos and make content that that try and try and make it an easier experience for new people mm -hmm. to onboard you know because yeah. um, it is a bit like Kraken has done a really good job of like making it easy. Like you can stake on Kraken, you can participate in crowd um, crowdfunding on on Kraken, which is really right. cool because it's literally just you click and it's done. Um, but like obviously in the long term, like growth of the network, you kind of need it to be a bit more than 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 that. So, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah, like there's this that that will grow with it as well, you know. So, um, but like you personally, when you first started, like looking at Polkadot and Kusama, what, what, what did you initially like? Did you jump straight into using like Polkadot JS, or did you just like hold it on Kraken, or like? I'm interested to see like what you first uh, tasted it with, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I, I, uh, I just went straight to, I just went straight to Polkadot JS, and mm. um, as far as far as like the usability aspects of it. Uh, there are like when I when I see comments either in like Twitter or Discord, there there are there are comments that I agree with when it comes to uh, I, I don't I don't necessarily say it's like an issue to like let's say develop uh, like a new wallet infrastructure. Uh, mm. My main my main recommendation is is to not neglect 
the existing infrastructure that's in the market today. So like in the case for, um, you know, recently when I was when I was experimenting with uh, Karura, um, the platform is really good. They have a really good yeah, interface. The, the, the website's awesome, right? For, yeah, uh, Ma- uh, amazing. For for sure, the 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 what my my recommendation as far as like getting more, um, getting more let's say potential users is the the wallet infrastructure because I I believe right now, uh, for Karura, uh, users I I think for if somebody's using cold storage you have to use something like uh you have you have to use like a. I think it's referred to as as Polka Wallet. I think that's one of the yeah. The I think that's wallets. the I think that's the only one that properly supports um a career on mobile as far as i'm yeah. aware i think but i think it's, yeah. it's, it's it's i mean it's made by the same team as uh career and akala so oh okay okay yeah yeah so, yeah, so so the 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 part the part i was wondering was i guess maybe throwing the question out is whether it's possible to have users that are um that either have ledger or treasure connects directly to something like polka.js very similar to like how uh, metamask is used today and then you there's there's a, there's also that large set of uh users uh potentially metamask too i don't, I don't know how how likely it would be for uh Karura to integrate um users directly like spilling over from uh metamask from ethereum because mm. I, I i know they're they're uh it, it will have evm features at some point and i uh, since i'm not a, a developer of the software itself to me I, I don't know whether that means um metamask users can um add let's say career's network into the metamask wallet similar to how like moon river will function later since it, it builds around the entire evm toolkit so um that's that's kind of my biggest thing is like uh you know New infrastructure is good. Always, always innovate for the future. Um, though the backwards compatibility is a, it's I I think of existing users in the market in a way as like a liquidity pool. So there's a huge liquidity pool um, that's using let's say Ledger and Treasure devices um, and yeah, connecting true. to like some some infrastructure. So um, yeah, I, I think what what'll happen at some point in the future is that it'll be a combination. Like, there's going to be, let's say, some sort of dominant wallet that emerges mm. from all this, or some dominant standard. Um, I don't necessarily know or think we we have those answers today. Um, yeah, I think, no, I'd agree with that. That's I yeah, think that's, that's true. It'll it'll just be a uh, um, at some point the market will will figure itself out, and then having uh, more options, it's uh, it's. Uh, good for good on the on the user side so i i'm pretty that's why i'm part i'm particularly excited for uh moon river because of the ability to let's say uh connect into like let's say metamask so like ethereum mm. users they, all they have to do is swap the network very similar to how um the bridging took place between ethereum and binance smart chain though though i know the the bridge into uh binance smart chain was a it was a it was a centralized bridge. Like the way that bridge functioned is, uh, users would have to send money to Binance, and then Binance would issue the peg on their chain. And um, I haven't looked into like the tech specifics of the the chain safe bridge, but uh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think um, like a couple of things actually on the wallets. Like interestingly, yeah. um, Shiden, uh, which is one of the power chains that won on uh, Kasama. They announced mm-hmm. actually, uh, I think it was yesterday, they announced that 
uh, Trezor and Ledger will be integrated. Oh, amazing! Um, which amazing. is weird because yeah. if like as like as far as I'm aware, like Kasama and Polkadot yeah. aren't on it, so it's kind of weird that uh, like yeah. a parachain is. But anyway, that's cool. And also another thing is that um, like maybe a month ago um, mm-hmm. on MetaMask's official website, they said um, uh, you know Polkadot's not EVM compatible, so it's not supported on MetaMask, but yeah. We're hoping to support Polkadot in the future through our Snaps plugin system. So oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, cool. I don't know what that that means entirely. But um, but yeah, and then also like just with Moon River itself, like I'm pretty sure like using Moon River will be the exact same as um, as using like Ethereum on on MetaMask. Like right, you'll go right. you'll go onto MetaMask, you'll be connected to the Moon River network, and all of your ERC20s will be on the Moon River network. And obviously, like uh, the, the Moon River have already said, that most of the Parachain teams are going to launch ERC20 like uh, equivalents. So that's just going to be insane that like literally Moon River is going to be Ethereum, you know? Like mm-hmm. it'll be connected on your MetaMask, you'll have the ERC20s on there. And like if you want to go on and use Sushi Swap, like it, using Sushi Swap with Moon River is the exact same thing as using Sushi Swap. I can't say it. <laughs> Using mm-hmm. Sushi Swap with uh, Ethereum, you know, you just go on and choose the network on your MetaMask, and um, yeah. like, like that's just gonna be insane when people are like, wait, what? This, this, this is this is a a layer one on Kusama, but it's basically Ethereum. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like even if you understand it, it's hard to completely visualize right like, how it works and how it will like completely. Mm-hmm. look and feel but like yeah it's crazy it's crazy that this stuff is already there and 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 yeah like i say like with moon river they've it's really cool like you can go on their site and see the projects that they're already already like linked up with but um yeah yeah they've got like i was really surprised actually because like i obviously backed moon river and knew they were a great project but i didn't realize mm-hmm. that they'd already like pretty much getting ready to go with sushi swap balancer dodo mm. like so many of these big names on um on, on ethereum already like uh right right like you know like and and i think it's literally just a case of these guys can launch as soon as moon river's launched in like a mm-hmm. month's time like it's um it's gonna be really cool to see yeah absolutely the um the uh e- even the the other thing i've been i've been thinking quite a bit about on like when it comes to I guess some of the some of the wallet infrastructure. I, I I found that tweet you mentioned from Dan Reeser. As far oh, was as this the, was this the, on the wallets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, it caused like a bit of a storm it. that Not one. Dude. Found it. Yeah, this got this got a lot of engagement, and then um, it looks like there there was a comment fearless wallet made in the in that thread because um it, uh, Gavin Hood he makes uh, really good memes uh, really great he, memes he, he makes really good i mean yeah, yeah i'm in a discord with him as well and he he makes re- shout out to Gavin Hood <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the other that's the other thing that is very underrated right now in the in the whole ecosystem is the memes are awesome They're yeah so yeah good. exactly there's there's a few loyal meme makers but yeah. that they, they, they are good <laughs> Yeah, because uh, uh, Fear- Fearless Wallet commented to to Gavin Woods' response. Um, they just said, "Like, stay fearless. We have something coming for you." And and Gavin Hood mentioned uh, mobile wallets such as Pol- Polka Wallet, Fearless Wallet should enable MetaMask slash Dex like experience to attract non tech investors. So it looks like there's at least um, with some of the wallet infrastructure, they're looking into plugging into some of the 
um, tools that exist today in the market. Mm. So it looks and, like and the community is very engaged with that. Yeah, and like that was good to see that like that tweet did get a lot of engagement because I think I think like if you look at it, like you can see most of the people that are active on like dot uh, sama Twitter. Like most, yeah. There's there's not that many of us, and like most of them were on that thread. Um, mm. And yeah, like everybody's kind of saying the same thing, and and like it's it's like the like, like the thing is like like I'm sure we'd all agree that like every, Polkadot and Kusama would succeed without it, but it's just the thing of like it will be such a good boost as well. Like there's no downside to making everybody's lives a bit easier. Like and especially yeah. with newer users, like you just it's just something you have to cater to, you know. And um, right, right. And yeah, and I think the really cool thing with Fearless Wallet as well was that they actually got funding by the Kusama Treasury, which mm. is which is really cool. Um, I think they actually got funding um to, to yeah like obviously they already have a wallet and they already have like certain features but i'm pretty sure they got funding to like add more like support for for DeFi and more support for um mm -hmm. which is just a cool sign that like the kasama has quite a big tre treasury um yeah. and like it's quite cool to see you know okay it's actually going to um good use but yeah like the i don't know if you've ever looked at like the tips system on the kasama treasury before either like that's really cool like um, pretty much anybody that makes like content for Kasama or whatever mm. can be proposed a tip, um, and and yeah, like you can look on it and then and the, now and the treasury decides how much is worth. For example, like uh, I could just go on it now. Like somebody, somebody translated the polka dot white paper, and yeah. um, for that they got free KSM. Like people have been making like educational videos, and they get awarded KSM, and like that's just mm -hmm. really cool to see. Like, like that, that's just really awesome to see. And 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 one fact actually that like isn't really that well known, but um, Gavin Wood announced it like maybe back in April that. Mm -hmm. Kasama Treasury will be given ten million dot tokens. Um, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which, which, like, even me, like, I, I try yeah. and follow everything, and like that kind of flew under my radar a bit, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's um, like, like, not only is that just like economically worth quite a lot of money, but mm -hmm. just from a pure like, uh, what sort of message does that give everyone about the relationship between the two? Like, yeah. Yeah. like purely like the pure semantics of that are like mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know it wasn't it wasn't dot being given kasama tokens it was kasama being given dot tokens you right. know and and i think that was really cool to see and and it basically just means that because yeah like the two are intertwined more than most people imagine and right the relationship's right. more complex than most people imagine you know but um, yeah it's yeah uh... so but that's uh that's that's definitely because if if i look on if i just look at the the rankings right now because i'm looking at some of the proof of work chains like uh litecoin and bitcoin cash and since there's no there's no synergy like there there's essentially no like attachment of those networks to something like bitcoin and you, mm. you, you like you see it like negatively reflected on um like the 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 valuation or the the percent of let's say like the representation of like a Litecoin to a Bitcoin, which has been in like in a downtrend for 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 a very long time. But yeah. I, I've generally noticed like when you look at because it's really it's it's kind of the opposite I'm seeing on the the Kusama side where 
like sure there's a lot of volatility if you look at the relative valuations of like the ksm to dot ratios mm. but it's been in a, in a consistent like steady uptrend and then um what's going to be very interesting is i i'm almost imagining at least in a bull market you always get like you get speculative bubbles that result off like fair valuation lines whatever whatever it is it's still you know very early to, to say like what the the fair ratio would be um and it mm. could be much higher than it is today um but you'll you'll have these like spec like on top of whatever becomes let's say like the steady growth line you'll have like it's it's like a rubber band where it like it expands off of it and then it, it overshoots into like a speculative bubble and then during the contraction you get like the oversold scenario where it gets like undervalued so what's going to be really cool is after this entire market cycle and then before even going into the next market cycle there's going to be uh, some very interesting data points where you can start to like project data relative to the two networks because they're so interconnected and i, I think it's going to be a, a really fun uh really interesting for like data analysts in the market that are yeah just that's at true yeah like, they'll, they'll have a lot of they'll have a lot between the two the two networks that you can really start to like piece it to that's something i will personally be closely uh, mm. closely watching I, I have some ideas specifically like so the kusama price chart is it's a very nice price chart um, I have some ideas as to as to some things I want to um, try related to the price chart, and I think it's just there's going to be a lot of inputs with like the the synergy between the two the two sides. But the the KSM to USD ratios look um, fairly good. It's it's like a steady, um, it's just steadily increasing through this this entire cycle so far. Yeah, exactly, and, and like it, it was kind of interesting because. Like obviously after everything dumped in May, but like Kasama yeah. and Dot were like one of the worst performers actually into mm. like June and July. And like I was kind of scratching my head a bit because there was points like after we dumped in May, there was points where Kasama was like absolutely flying. Like Kasama just wanted to rally. Like yeah. Bitcoin looked like crap. Everything looked like crap. But like Kasama was just like, no, you know, auctions are starting. Like everything looks good. I want to go. And then, like, we just had this massive dump into July, and it's kind of hard to put a proper reason on why that happened. But, like, in my opinion, it was just because I think the main reason we had a dump in May was because of all the Chinese regulation. And, like, I think, like, that was a very clear effect on the market just from, I mean, look at the hash power, right? Like, there was a genuine, there was a genuine, like, exodus of China in the market in general. And like, in my opinion, that's why we, we dumped so hard in mm. May, because like, yeah, you take out one of the biggest countries in the world. And like, that's a lot of there's a lot of like a, a demand to try and replace. Right. Like that's a right. lot of there's a lot of bid power that the market just has to somehow absorb. Like even if the selling doesn't increase, even if the, the same amount of selling like remains flat, like mm -hmm. if you take out one of the biggest bids in the world, like naturally that's kind of hard to maintain like a, a decent uptrend so yeah. like in my opinion that was the main reason we sold off like china had a real like proper crackdown and then Polkadot and kasama i think like when you kind of look around a bit it's kind of hard to get data on it i was trying to find a mm -hmm. bit more like quantifiable evidence but it was kind of hard to find anything but when you look like kasama and Polkadot had like a really big support base in china um yeah. And like when you look at a lot of all like the conferences and like I think Gavin spent quite a lot of time in China as well. And like they, they really had like 
strong support. Like I can't put a percent of like, you know, I can't, uh, this is the annoying thing. I wish I could be like, yeah, you know, Polkadot had uh, 30% of buys from China compared to Ethereum right. that only has 5%. Like I'd be, I'd love to be able to back up my theory, but like, I just mm. can't. But like, in my opinion, that is the main reason why Polkadot dumped, right? Because like Polkadot dumped to like $10, which is absolutely insane considering like what's going to happen in a month or two but like the only the only way i can justify that is that yeah like Chin chinese uh supporters were just were, were the main people selling in general and they were the main people selling uh selling selling polka dot like i mean a lot of alts did suffer just as bad but like to do 80 percent from like the, the the may high is pretty extreme um, yeah and obviously a lot worse than btc and eve like mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun to try and work out why it did that, but yeah, like in my opinion, that's that's why it dumped so much, and and yeah, like we've we've kind of just been gradually recovering since, and um, yeah, like I, I think I think like in my opinion, I'm bullish everything, but I think mm -hmm. I think I think alts will outperform, and like I think yeah. I think Kasama and Polkadot will outperform as well, and I think like even like in the the wider like institutional world, like. Bitcoin is the is the granddad of the market and like will always have its place as the the, right. the, the, the OG and the, the, the biggest thing out there. Um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I think people were kind of like they're treating it like the like they're investing in like tech startups now, right? Like yeah. Wh why would why do I just want to buy Bitcoin if I can buy something that supports like a, an entire financial infrastructure? Like that 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 is much easier for me to argue like the like we were saying earlier right what is the inherent value of owning kasama compared to 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 owning bitcoin okay owning right. bitcoin's uh, a limited supply whatever like i'm not talking down bitcoin but i'm just saying like okay owning kasama you 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 stake for to to uphold the network you you use it to participate in in crowd loans you use it for governance you know like that to me is a lot more inherent value and and mm -hmm. like i think you're going to see bigger bigger investors have more appetite for stuff like that and yeah. naturally naturally it will start with eth but like i think if you look like most of the big like crypto funds will hold polka dot as well like poke mm -hmm. eth it probably like polka dot's probably up there with like one of their bigger like altcoin holdings um, right and like just look at the backers for the parachains right like like most of the big power chains have like support from the biggest VCs in crypto, you know. So I think it's just a really, really good sign that the 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 big money is like understanding and seeing the value and all this stuff as well. And I mean, as we yeah. speak, Bitcoin and ETH look great, right? Like ETH's about to break three thousand, and Bitcoin's above the magic 42, 4200 level. So um, like, if this if this keeps up, then like obviously KSM and Dot are still. KSM's lagging the most on the charts, but yeah, like I, it'll, I re it'll catch up. It'll, and that's, it'll and that's the thing, up. like like we were saying with the, the with the supply squeeze, right? Like KSM can do thirty percent moves, like yeah, like with, with no, yeah, like we <laughs> saw it before. We saw it in June, right? Like the rest of the market can be moving like two three percent, and KSM's just like, well, see you later, guys. Like, <laughs> like, and and that that's just purely from how it's designed. Like it has yeah has what like two or three million mm -hmm. tokens in circulation like that that's literally nothing like it's 10 times less than dot and however many times less than like most other traded 
coins right. out there. Like, like as soon as you see well, one spike in volume, it just doesn't stop. It like mm-hmm. it just gets way. And like that's that's why it dumps so hard as well, right? Because it volatility goes both ways. And at the end yeah. of the day, like you can't just have something that outperforms to the upside. Like you you see it even on small moves, right? Like dot can move like one or two percent, and KSM right. is just like fucking. It, it it's it it's crazy in its price nature as well as uh everything else you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure the the other thing is with the uh one, one thing um one thing i learned recently with uh like the the exchange so <clears throat> like on on exchanges like uh coinbase kraken mm. binance the the altcoins and bitcoin pairings ends up dragging the entire market down so um there is there's actually a thread i was like i, I made on this maybe a, a little while ago right and um there's there's uh the way the way like the pairings like on this on the centralized exchanges are set up depending on how the liquidity pools are are distributed across the market can can to like a a, a large extent influence um influence each other so if like bitcoin ends up uh, dumping down in price because of, like those mm. liquidity pools, it ends up dragging the entire market down with it. It it also works in the other direction too, where when Bitcoin is rising, the, if any pools that are attached to it will also rise in value. So it's really interesting because like with these decentralized exchanges, you can you can actually create markets that are decoupled from from bitcoin like if the if there's liquidity pools on on uh, later on with the dexes on uh on kusama and polka dot some some coins may decide they want just the liquidity pool versus like usd and like mm. there, there's certain pros and cons to that because the the con is if if polka dot and kusama are both rising in value the token that's pegged to usd won't, won't get the appreciation that uh polka dot and kusama have but then also it, it has the ability to move independently and generate a market of its own because it, it has its own unique uh, liquidity pool, which could also be very um, a very good thing. Because generally, like what, what I've noticed with a lot of the the new coins, sometimes they 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 do really well when they're pegged to like the USD liquidity pools, and then over time, as as the pairings um, as there's more and more market pairings listed against them, it, it creates all these other um it's it it creates all these other influences from the market that to some extent can like influence the price so that's it's going to be really cool because like we're still at the very early stages of these dexes and um liquidity providers could actually end up strategically doing things to like um optimize around like uh, valuations and and like price performance and all that kind of stuff so mm. it's really it's really cool to see i'm i'm very excited for for uh seeing like what uh what happens on the the dot and kusama decks is what, what what would be really nice even is i i, I imagine very quickly I, i'd actually be very surprised if um if there was really much trading volume on like centralized exchanges re- relative to like the dexes that will inevitably appear on on uh, Polkadot and Kusama, because even on Ethereum, like most of the volume at this point is uh, moving through the dexes, and I've noticed like Ethereum decouples from it can actually decouple away from uh, from Bitcoin. So I, I think it's inevitable, like that Ethereum flips Bitcoin, and then um, I think if anything, it's more it's going to be very interesting because I, I am just very I'm very bullish on 
just smart contracts in general and mm. um, Ethereum and these layer zero chains that are scaling it. And um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a very, it's going to be very interesting um, if we actually see a, a flip this cycle for, for Ethereum to Bitcoin. Because I, 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 I think there's a pretty good chance it can play out. I mean, I, I totally agree. And like, like I said a minute ago, like I, t I, I, I totally think that like Bitcoin's had its place and like yeah. complete, complete respect to Bitcoin for getting us to where we are now. But like, um, yeah, like the, like the future of, of crypto is the underlying blockchain technology, right? And like you say, that's smart contracts, that's DApps, that's DeFi, that's NFTs. It's everything along with that. Mm. And um, yeah, it'll be super interesting, man. Because like what uh, Ethereum needs to kind of triple yeah. For, to 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 match Bitcoin is um, mm -hmm. it's definitely possible. It's um, but yeah, like I think I think Ethereum will eventually flip BTC, and I I realistically think that Polkadot should be top three and KSM should be top ten. Like I think that's completely doable, and I don't I don't see why it shouldn't happen. Like maybe not next five months, maybe not a year, whatever. But like yeah. When you take into account everything that will happen and should happen, like uh, I don't see why that 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 can't happen. Like, yeah. like even just comparing it to everything else on the, on the coin market cap list, right? When you when you scroll down, it's unfortunately you have to scroll down quite far to find Kasama, which is a bit sad. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I, um, yeah, I already know the markets. Like, because the the thing is, like, from the twenty seventeen bubble, there was just a lot of there's so much stuff. There's just so like, much. Yeah, it's just like how is like and it just amazes me that you can look at it and it's like, yeah, like how is how is BSV still worth like three billion? Like right, right. <laughs> like you know, it's 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 crazy. But but yeah, like I think I think like stuff will eventually like that that will eventually filter out right and um and and yeah, stuff. I agree. Like like I think you've seen like with Doge like right like Doge has kind of uh, lost this. Um, lost his hype for a bit right it's um mm. i haven't even looked at it so i hope i'm not guessing that but i feel yeah. like it i feel like it hasn't moved recently no it has, um, I, I like doge it it's it's been a it's been like a bull market oscillator for i would so by the way like i i don't really speculate on like meme coins and stuff like that because mm. it's like you're 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 the thing is like with stuff like that you're going off you're going off like pure speculation as opposed right, to like exactly, sort right? of natural demand. So that that's the part I, I think a lot of people don't quite, or they, they underestimate even with something like Ethereum is like the natural demand element that comes into play. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and platforms. That's, that's the tokenomics, right? And, yeah. and that's like, at the end of the day, like you, would you rather invest in like the strong fundamentals or yeah, like just a meme coin, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> like you're, at the end of the day, you can still get just as good gains on, like there's no reason like for Kasama to do 10 X from here. Like mm -hmm. even if, even if nothing else in the market moved, if yeah. Kasama did 10 X from here, it still wouldn't be like it, it. Like what is it now? It's one point. I can get the exact number. It's, it's, it's currently like just under 2 billion. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. there's there's it, it could do 10x from here and still be worth less than doge right yeah <laughs> like like i like i'm the same as you like i don't i follow the price and i follow like the relative value but at the end of the day it doesn't like i'm, I'm investing in like the long-term potential and the fundamentals but like it's just 
yeah, like when you when you compare it relatively, it's just like wow, right? It's um, yeah, it's hard to not see that it's like super undervalued here, right? It's um, yeah, it's yeah, and, and and I think it's gonna be the same for the power change as well, right? Like we saw it with Carrera, uh, like. Carrera is, I mean, Carrera is a hard one because, like, it launched, but everybody can't, like, the, the, the market cap is kind of a bit of a clouded, um, like, nobody knows the exact number still. Like, they have a vesting schedule, obviously, but, like, they, the, they haven't linked to, like, all these websites. So I think for a lot of people, they click on, like, Coin Market Cap or Coin Gecko, and, like, it doesn't give them, like, the, 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 the market cap, which is a bit annoying because, obviously, like, a lot of people, a lot of people take that into account, right? Like, if you've just discovered a coin and it's ten billion market cap, you're going to think a lot differently to the if it was like ten million, you know? So right, right. So I think that that plays a big fact. But yeah, like, I think at the current market cap, um, I think Karoo is probably like eight million circulating supply, and it's trading mm-hmm. uh, seven dollars. So yeah. like it's still under a hundred million market cap, which for the tech that it has and for like the network effect that it can have, it's like okay, that's a pretty cheap buy. Um and then like obviously you have Moon River, which isn't trading yet, but like yeah, Moon River's like I don't know, I don't know if it's fair to say it has less hype than Karura, but like in terms of like infrastructure, mm. that's probably like the best thing you could own because like the tokenomics of, as well, right? Like the, yeah. the, the the constant demand for like if you're bullish Ethereum and you're bullish yes. Kusama, like yes. Moon River Moon River's yeah. like that that's exactly that that's exactly <laughs> why Moon River was, was one of my favorites. For for, for for the exact reason that you just mentioned. I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, right? It's like you're 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 shooting two birds with one stone yeah. and um and like I'm sure, I'm sure when it launches, it's gonna be super cheap as well, right? Like I can't imagine any parachain. Like considering Kasama itself is worth less than mm-hmm. two billion, I struggle to see that a parachain is gonna launch and instantly be worth like five hundred million. Right. Like I think, especially at this stage, like there's always gonna be like a slow ramp up, and um, whether you crowdfund or not, like even just buying it as, at market as soon as it trades is like, like okay. Carrera started trading at like four dollars. Now it's eight dollars. Yeah. Okay, right. it's 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 done a hundred percent. But at the end of the day, like it's still cheap. Like you know, it's um, Moon River probably do the same thing. Like who knows where it starts trading? But regardless of the level, I'm sure it's still going to be cheap. Like in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, you know, like um, yeah. And and like uh, like look at Matic, right? Like um, Polygon. Look at like like how much is that worth, right? And that's just the that's just the layer two on ETH. So if you imagine like the the value that like Moon River has, and try and value it based as like the tech and like pure fundamentals of like Polygon versus Moon River, then it's like wow, that has a lot of potential, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's really interesting to like yeah, like whatever way you look at it, it's it's super interesting to see how like how the market perceives it as well, right? Because that's the thing, like you can be you can like be super passionate and uh, believe that, that it's the best thing in the world, but like at the end of the day, the market decides its value, right? So um, it'd be really it'd be really fun to see like in a year's time when stuff is live and power chains are like properly doing stuff like right how, how different these valuations are because like we've seen it before in crypto as well right like it, it 
it doesn't matter what sort of market you're in, stuff can outperform. And like, just because BTC or EFA, I think they'll be bullish anyway. So don't get, don't get me wrong. I think we're going to have like a really decent run up across the board. But even if we don't, like, stuff can outperform anyway. So um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, but, but I mean, what, how are you thinking? Like, uh, do you think, do you think we're going to have 42 beneath us and uh, it's straight back to all time highs now? Or like, how do you um... Yeah, I would say right now. So, um, I would say right now, uh, as far as like the direction of the market for the rest of the year, uh, the only thing I I can say with with higher confidence is I think we'll have a good answer by Q4 of this year. Because if depending on what metric you're looking at, if you're looking Mm. at the historical uh, Bitcoin price charts, like the the fractal it's in right now is. Uh, more of a bearish fractal if you're looking at the ethereum price chart it's um it's like bullish if you're looking at bitcoin on-chain data it's bullish if you look at grayscale premiums they're bearish so it's it's basically right now i think it's um you know whatever direction it goes uh, i think you know people in the market in general like crypto inevitably it's it's going to be super super volatile i mean a, a lot of us have been through like these 70 to 80 percent like crashes so to say so um i i would just i'm just more on the side it's like i'm prepared for either scenario but i'm my you know i i just have my long-term position set aside that i'm not selling like regardless of like what the market does for even like q4 of this year um and then if there if there is let's say i i I always just have like a um an allocation to stables that I have on the side. I just collect um, interest in those like through DeFi. And then mm. um, that that just makes for an emergency stack in case there's like a, a really insane like buying opportunity in the market, which you could say objectively like this, this recent rundown was definitely, you know, a good time to like la- start laddering into the market if somebody didn't have any, any exposure to begin with. So uh, my uh, my positioning, I'm I'm personally more biased towards like the crypto side, so I usually just go by like my 70/30 rule, where I keep 70% in um, assets and then 30% in uh, like stable coins or something like that. So mm. um, that way, it's like whenever like this 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 drawdown we had, it's like you know, like I get yeah, prices like dropped a lot, but like. I can basically sleep at night, no problem. So either way, I'm not, I'm not going to get like shaken out of the market. That's, that's the part that's hard is like, you know, with, with the, like on the investing side, it's really, it's, it's natural. Like the person wants to roll, let's say their entire stack in at once. Mm. And and personally, I did that into like Ethereum at the time, like in the last, in the last bear market when it was trading, at like one to two hundred dollars i was just buying oh, man, a lot please. of like ETH at the time don't remind me it was ever trading that low <laughs> yeah it's just it's crazy so it's like and and even then it's like what 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 a lot of people even underestimate is like the volatility during the bear market was nuts like ethereum crashed to like it crashed to like 80 dollars or something rallied up to 300 crashed back to like 100 <laughs> again and it's like who and it's it's just so easy to get um just it's so easy for to to get you know to lose like positions over time so it's like all right well i went i went i went very hard at the time and like i it was very it was it was like tough i remember that that march 2020 crash like i was like yeah that was that was brutal uh, that that was that was crazy but even like this may 2021 crash right like 
that was like fuck that was quite big as well that yeah it was it <laughs> was, was you're right it was it was that wasn't like but to, to, like to be fair like i think that was i was kind of panicking but at the same time i was like as soon as it kind of settled i was like the fact that we just survived that like the fact that we just survived that level of a market move the fact that we just survived like china literally like we saw the hash rate drop massively, right? Like the fact yeah. that we, the fact that the market could survive that volatility, and the fact that like the the network could survive China just like dropping out, like was like, well, okay, if if that doesn't kill crypto, then I think we're pretty good, right? Like, <laughs> like okay, yeah, there's always going to be like uh, volatility, and there's always going to be bad bull markets, but like we're we're clearly at a point where there's of no return, and. Um, yeah, like I think I don't think we've started to see proper institution demand either. Like I, I, I think what we, I th- like in my opinion, I think we can. Like I'm the same as you. Like I think always, like always, have positions that you can hold no matter what, right? Like there's, there's especially in like long term fundamental trades, like the the biggest risk is losing your position, and like yeah, you, you need to be able to hold it no matter what because nobody can time the market perfectly. Nobody can like do anything so like just have the ability to hold through it and and you you ultimately win right like that's just Mm -hmm. that's just pure objective facts that like if you can survive in the market for whatever year two three years you'll come out on on the right side but yeah like i don't i don't think we like we've seen some institutional demand but like there's a few big names but realistically like the, the the widespread institution adoption won't come until probably like closer to the end of the year um mm-hmm. but but like it's now at a point where like every single person in like traditional finance like be it a hedge fund an asset manager like what whatever form is being forced to look or already get involved in crypto yeah, like right, like right. every single day you see a headline whether it's like JP Morgan or UBS like all of these guys, whether they're whether they're whether they're gonna like actually have their own crypto desks or whether they're actually gonna do something, like they're being forced to do it, you know. Because at the end of the day, there there are hedge funds, there are people involved, and when they start to make like a hundred percent annualized returns, like everybody else is gonna be like, well, why aren't you offering me that? Like I'm your client, I want exposure. Like, you know, it just naturally goes like that. And these places are right. so traditional and slow that yeah, they might be looking at it now and they might be interested now, but they're not gonna actually like be in the market until like the end of the year. And mm. I think, I think, yeah, like you're gonna, like, okay, like at the moment you have what, like Tesla, you have MicroStrategy, you have Square, like there's a few, but like that's a handful, right? Like it's hard to say that that's widespread like institutional adoption but i think like i think like i kind of hope that we don't do anything stupid like between now and like q4 because i really think that like you're going to start to get some like decent headlines in q4 so i kind of want like the market to like take us time like look constructive look supportive like so keep 42 below us would just be a good start like just to make the charts look a bit nicer and then when you genuinely get like proper bullish catalysts, like, I don't know, that's the thing, like it could be so many, right? Like there's so many potential good bullish headlines out there for crypto. Like you you, you only need like one country, one central bank, one politician to say something and it, it can explode, right? And and yeah. then you have to, and then you have to retail FOMO come back because at the end of the day, like a lot of retail has been 
completely wiped out since May, and we've had a like a pretty bearish market for like two two and a half months after mm-hmm. a sixty percent drawdown. Like that's a pretty good way of of like killing retail interest, right? So um, uh, yeah, so like I, I think like if we have a really good like move up now, I think it's going to be like the market front running institutions. But I don't think we're going to see proper institutional demand till like the end of the year. But then when that kicks in, like, yeah, then you're talking like a, a, a serious like blow off top scenario, right? Like, uh, like then it, then it is just a, a really exaggerated move higher. But um, but yeah, it's super. It's, it's been super interesting to follow since May, right? Like, yeah, to see to see thirty hold as well. Like the fact that we bounced off of the support at 30 to then have nine green days in a row and we're now trading back at 42 again like that's kind of textbook right like <laughs> like it's it, like you could say the market's manipulated or whatever but like if somebody wanted to like make it obvious that like we're kind of gonna keep 30 as a hard support then that, that was a good sign right like <laughs> mm. and nothing yeah. really changed either like we just kind of we ran out of liquidity, traded lower from like mid thirties down to 28 and then just solidly ran up like 12 K from 28 in like a week. Right. So that was, that was nice to see, you know, because yeah, if we had, a, if we'd have broken 28, then it would have been like, oh, fuck's sake, you know, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Close, close, close the eyes for a year. And then just better, back. better go back to researching fundamental yeah. projects. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh right right now it looks like I'm just looking at the Bitcoin price chart. So it doesn't look like it really runs into it, it looks like I would say maybe around forty-five to forty-six K is where it starts to run into like the first real resistance and then probably fifty K. So I, I'm I kind of imagine like we're gonna get we're 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 in we're in the rally right now and then I think at some point we'll retest. I, I don't know where it'll try to retest, but mm. I, I kind of imagine it'll it's it's in the spike right now. And then there's going to be um, some sort of like median line where it's going to try to retest it as support. And then the thing is, like, even after as it retests as support, um, I, I think at that point, it's like whatever positions people have, those are your your long term long term bets, because it's like you, at that point, once the the market moves so fast to the exactly point where right. it's like either like if you get the bull bull scenario plays out like the market makes a big move off that line um and then it's it's also kind of true like even even for like any downside risk in the market if there's if there's if there's basically a break of that line it's it's too late to like try to um perfect or like re redefine at that point you just kind of have to wait it out and then um, just come back to the market when it when it's in 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 a in a more optimal scenario. Mm. So right now, it looks like the market looks uh, really good, and then I'm sure we'll have some sort of uh, retest line where people are are like speculating like what the next what the next big move ends up looking like. So um, for, for sure, and then, and kind of that was what was like a lot of people were like were coming to me like like a month ago, or whatever, and they were like, yeah. Or not even coming to me, but like I was speaking to, and I was like, "Ah, you know, what are you doing here?" And they were like, "You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for like eight dollars, ten dollars on dot." And I was just like, "Dude, like to me, in my opinion, that's just like a bit greedy, you know. Like if you want to be long and you want to be long term 
like a long-term holder, then yeah. you, like why risk losing your your like an entry just for five ten percent? You know, like if if you're happier buying at ten, then just buy at twelve. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. because like you like you say, like especially now we're at mm. a point where like everybody's kind of been talking about forty two k, right? It's mm. like everybody's been like, yeah, above forty two k, it looks bullish again. Below it, it looks bearish. But it's like like you like you say, like crypto moves so quickly, like. If you believe in a position and you know you're going to sit on it long term and you know you don't need like you you you, you don't need that cash or whatever like just sit on it man like <laughs> nobody can nobody can like we could go up to 48 50k by monday right and then who knows we might come back down to 36 like it's just no nobody really knows at the end of the day right and especially when you're talking about stuff like dot or ksm like that could, ksm could so easily have like a couple days in a row where it's like 30% up and then we have 10% like and then you're literally back at like three four hundred within right. a week like it, right. it, it, it did it like uh like it, it's done it multiple times right like it would do 100 150% in like a couple mm-hmm. weeks like it, <laughs> and it's just like with stuff like that it's just um yeah I, I, just, I, I yep no sorry go on oh yeah yeah I was gonna like the the like so because I I looked at the 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 price charts for so first off like kusama moves really 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 fast so it's like it's scary right I, like <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so fast on the price charts and then uh polka dot like the style of its price charts is polka dot basically just has like an explode up price chart where like it, 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 that, <laughs> i'm just looking at it from like october of 2020 built up for a while and then it just had an explosion up to like close to i think it peaked just below 47 and i imagine like when the next really big wave happens for because i I think the next big wave when it when it does play out both polka dot and kusama are going to be pumping like crazy and the move is it's going to be insane like the 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 price chart on that is going to be so explosive and i'm and i i'm just saying it's like this is going to (laughs) make all the gains in like two months that is the thing, like the, yeah. like the, especially KSM, right? Like dot dot chart looks crazy, but like especially with all like the fundamental factors we just spoke about, like could yeah. you, like imagine like a bull market, like everything in general, like ETH BTC. Imagine a bull market like that. Like it doesn't even have to go to sixty or so all new all time highs, but just just a market where it's not bearish is like mm-hmm. all you need. And yeah. Then, yeah, like imagine KSM where like you've got strong volume coming in because at the moment you still haven't had that much volume come in, which I right. think is why it's still kind of a bit quiet, but like mm-hmm. you have strong volume coming in. There's like no liquidity anywhere because it's all locked mm-hmm. up. You yeah. have people, you have people buying KSM to participate in auctions. You have people either staking or locking up in auctions. You have like infinitely more people aware of ksm because of like all the moon river that's going on you have karura that's locking up more ksm because it's all in liquidity pools you have like if yield farmers that have never even heard of kasama that are now looking at it because they're seeing 200 percent like yield returns that you can only get by locking up ksm like you see what i mean like and, and this like at first i think a lot of us were like oh man it's such a shame that kasama parachains are launching in a bear market because it was like like you look at the chart and like KSM really wanted to rally when everything looked weak, right? Like even yeah. after the even after the May drop, we traded like five hundred dollars, which was insane because right. like BTC was like at below forty k, 
and we were trading like four five hundred dollars on KSM, which is just insane. But like, I think it can do that again easily. And like, just compare the the point in the market that we're at now mm-hmm. for KSM compared to two months ago when we were. Right. But like, like I think that's the biggest difference as well. Like for BTC mm-hmm. and ETH, like when you look back at the fundamentals of the market, nothing's really changed that much, right? Like, okay, we've had the London fork. Okay, we've got maybe some new DeFi. DeFi's growing, NFTs are growing. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But like compared to KSM and DOT, like back at, back when they were at all-time highs, nothing was even live, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Like you couldn't, you can't really argue that the tokenomics were even in play at that point, right? Yeah. Like, Right. Pirate, no parachains were live. Auctions weren't going on. Like mm. that. Like now we're just in like a fundamentally different space. So like, yeah. Like I, I, I think like you say, like in two months is a really long time in KSM and Dot World. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, and I think the fundamental catalysts are like the biggest in the market because you have KSM launching all this stuff now. You have more auctions coming at the end of the month that will run pretty much through September. So, like, yeah. that's two more months of like genuine bullish catalysts, mm. and then stuff is just going to get go live like as it's ready, which is just going to be like f- for infinity. <laughs> and then, and then in October, November, Polkadot's going to start auctions, which is going to be insane because I'm ninety, maybe eighty, maybe seventy percent sure. <laughs> but I'm kind of sure that Polkadot are going to launch their rebrand at the same time they do the auctions, mm-hmm. which is also flying under the radar a bit. So basically in January, there was a um, governance vote on the, a rebrand for Polkadot, mm-hmm. um, which I think kind of makes sense because you look at the logo and you're like, dude, it looks like Pinterest, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, like, I mean, do you personally look at like the Polkadot logo and think it could be a bit better, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, like in, in my opinion, like it kind of could, especially when you compare it to Kasama. Like Kasama looks really cool and like sounds mm-hmm. cool. It looks really cool, but Polkadot's kind of a bit like it could like it could definitely be cooler. So yeah, like there's a there's a really cool agency that are working on like a complete rebrand of Polkadot. Oh, is it still going to be called uh, Polkadot or? I think um, so. Yeah, like I don't think yeah, the name's yeah. going to be changed, but like. Um, yeah. There was a, like there was a big polka dot event like um i think it was in may actually and like everybody was talking about like what's going on what's happening um and yeah like the 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 team behind the rebrand are like one of the leading agencies in like mm. you know whatever like marketing and design so it's gonna be like i have no idea what it's gonna look like and i don't think anybody does but like yeah. that is gonna be insane like if you have all of this marketing all of this rebrand whilst auctions start like everybody's already got so much so much of a better idea of what auctions are of what akala is of what moonbeam will be like mm. there's just going to be the market's going to be better informed the market's going to be in a better shape and like yeah it's just going to be huge because like i think i think it's all building up to that and like it's not obvious and it's like it's nothing written down that they're going to have like some massive market event for it but like I think it kind of if you put the pieces together, it kind of makes sense that it does build up to something like that. Um, yeah, and that's that's just going to be super cool because like I don't know what it will, I, don't, I have no idea what it's going to look like, but I imagine it's going to be pretty big. You know, like you 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 can't really like 
do a small rebrand, right? Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's got like the whole idea of a rebrand is to change the entire like aesthetic, right? So mm. um, that's gonna be really cool. Like that's gonna be really really fun to see. So yeah, for sure. The the um that's actually awesome because what that's gonna because I this is kind of um. So far, it's it's work it's working nicely as far as what I'm speculating on because I was like, all right, like people are gonna start seeing all this stuff going on on Kusama and seeing like all this stuff start to moon <laughs> and then and then and then that's where that, I, I it's it's almost in, like retail. I think for most people that get into the market, they they always leave like when the opportunity is like there to 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 be paying attention to the market because they're gonna yeah, come exactly, back. Right? Dude, they're gonna come back when dots like it's gonna be like ninety dollars for dot. It's gonna be like eight hundred dollars for Kusama, and then they're gonna like the. It's just like the whole thing. Like, and and I think personally, the prices on both of them could go way, way, way higher than that. That's just like mm. you, you start you be, at at a certain point when you enter like this parabolic explosion you have a retail just getting in at random points on that, on that upwards move up. And hopefully they buy in at like where, where the, the risk isn't, isn't as high. Cause it's like, yeah, the move happens. It, there's a very short window where the move actually happens. And then, and then there's of course people that, that come in, like they'll, <laughs> they like to come in like after the price has gone up, like another yeah, like, exactly 20 right. it's, So it's like, like, okay. like, like now, now if, now is when you should be buying like now yeah, or a month right. ago is when you should be buying like like yeah you like like you say like a hundred bucks on dot a thousand dollars on ksm like no reason it shouldn't be trade like especially if you consider even btc do another 10 20 30 40 percent from here like yes there's you can still easily argue that dot and ksm are fair value at those prices and like that's mm -hmm. the thing as well right like like you say, you look at the charts and they've done some crazy moves. So adding all of this fundamental stuff, like I think we're gonna, like I'm, I'm super excited by the end of the month when like kill auctions start. Like kill, I think has a lot of like attention just just because they're yeah. like, what they're bringing is so cool. And like the fact mm -hmm. that they're doing like a combined dot Kusama token is like insane because it's just gonna drive so much like attention and demand to Kusama that like may have just waited until dot. Right. Um, and like that plus basilisk which i think a lot has got a lot of attention as well yeah. and there's like altair which is like the the real world asset one which is really cool you know you have calamari you have genshiro like there's still like so many good like power chains that that, that you're going to have competition for and mm -hmm. like that plus bullish price like technicals plus just way way more positive sentiment like in the market in general mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like like this this can and and that's the thing right like ksm has 10 times less supply um than, than dot right like it's it it has the potential to to move so much quicker and so much faster and it has the volatility like you could easily i can easily picture in my head and this is the thing like i've kind of been trying to work out like like what's the best ratio of dot to KSM to have like, mm -hmm. first of all, like in the long run and second of all, just like short term, because like all of this stuff is kicking off on Kusama and yeah. it's like the real world network effects and real world demands and use cases of Kusama are going to kick in like starting mm -hmm. now, right? Like you're going to be able to use KSM on Karura. You're going to have Moon River go live. You're going to have more auctions start like in a couple of weeks. Like that's all super bullish stuff. 
And then you're like, okay, but wait, Polkadot's going to start auctions in a couple months too. Like the rebrands come in, like all of this stuff too. So it's like, you know, like is, is Kasama going to have a really strong rally like in August and then overtake, like outperform Dot and for like a couple months mm. and then Dot catches up. Like, you know, like I think because Kess and Dot's trade in like 11, 11 spot four now, which I think is way too low because I think yeah. like when you look at the high, uh, KSM dot was trading at 20. Like in my opinion, like I'm heavily, I'm more heavily weighted KSM than dot because I personally mm. think KSM dot should be trading much closer to 2030. Um, okay. and, and that's just my personal opinion and view. Like it's kind of a short term play, but it's also long term as well. Like that's the beauty of it. Like I don't really care if I have more KSM or more dot because at the end of the day, I'm going to be holding both for like, yeah the, the long term so for me it doesn't right. really matter but um but yeah like i think i think when you look at the ksm dot chart it's like um it's like wow that that that, that kind of is just as volatile as as the, the the usd pairs themselves right it's um and that that's gonna be super interesting as well just the relationship between the two between um, the two yeah i i because, have uh yeah it's, yeah, it's really hard to it's really hard it's really hard to, to try and guess right like it's, yeah I, that's why yeah i think if you're um like my i'm i'm on the side where i have uh I, i'm more on like i have 80 20 where it's like 80 percent dot uh 20 percent kusama um mm. but i i don't even like i since the valuations like if it ends up being very favorable for uh kusama holders and you you ride some wave where it hits some sort of like fair market value at some later point in time um that's the that this is kind of the the cycle where a lot of those answers will will be will, will know will, will know a lot of those answers. I I think regardless, both are going to do really really well. For sure, um, yeah. But I but I can definitely see the since Kusama is front running a lot of the the parachain auctions that are taking place. There's just that initial supply sink that it has, so it's it's kind of the 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 leading indicator, so to say. So I, yeah, I could see sure. a huge rally, like, um, and I, you could you could you could definitely have like a speculative bubble where the 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 valuation just overshoots to like levels that people <laughs> didn't really expect because bull, bull market valuations, like there there's of course the natural valuation that will happen, mm. and and you could kind of say like okay like a, if you remove all the volatility on the KSM the dot ratio you could probably try to project like what that looks like and it is yeah. um but then but then when you have these big ramp ups like once you start expanding like expand ex expanding always overshoots or generally it overshoots a lot like and you you have this you have this opportunity where if you're just it, it's as you said like if you get if you get a, if you get stuck on one side it doesn't like it really just doesn't matter uh, exactly right like and, th and that's that's like you, you, a bet on one is a bet on the other and like yeah so like so i was speaking to someone the other day and they were like oh i don't own any kasama like i only own dot it's just a test now i was like dude come on mate <laughs> but like this is wrong and second of all like by owning dot you're indirectly owning kasama anyway right so like, yeah you and, and by owning kasama you're also indirectly investing in dot so like <laughs> like it that's just the relationship of them both and um but yeah like to me like i'm just super, i just can't wait to see what kasama does because the the like the the tokenomics are there like and that, and this is the thing right like imagine when 
like like already now we're gonna see a massive ramp up in like just uh tvo on on Carrera just from like people entering yeah. the pools people locking stuff up like imagine when like if btc bridges are live or like the amount of liquidity that's just gonna come into to, to the network like in like such a short amount of time is gonna be so insane and like i don't know how that's gonna translate to price but I, I struggle to see it being bearish, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, it's, 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 I, I don't know how quickly it can move, but we've seen it before. It can, I mean, if you look at the chart back in March, right, we were at this level in March and by the end, by the end of the month, we were pretty much close to all time highs. Like, mm. so I think like when you consider we're at that point now and like everything that's been building up, like, yeah, it's, um, it should be fun. Like, <laughs> it, it should be very fun. And and yeah, like I'm not sure of many alts that can, like, have the ability to do like 30 percent in a day. You know, like 20, 30 mm-hmm. percent days. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of kind of hard to find. You know, and and, and yeah. dot is the dot is the bigger brother. Like it's already top ten, right? It's hard. It's hard to have top tens have massive days like that. Um, don't get me wrong, it's still, it'll still do great, but like, yeah, the volatility on Kasama is just going to be, uh, it's going to be, be really scary. Like, I, I, I genuinely think, like, I was trying to do a comparison, and I think it genuinely is like top five lowest float coins in the market, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty insane. Um, it makes sense, like, as well, like, when you just look at it, but, but yeah, like, that combination with some like real demand behind it is, uh, yeah. It's going to be scary. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. And then people are going to complain like, oh, like, I, like I like people, people are going to like complain when the price rockets up because they like sold, sold their bags. And then. It's just- yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, mm. it's always the same. Like people would have dumped below 200 or whatever. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's and especially a lot of people that may like, especially considering how new Don Kasama are. Like I imagine yeah. a lot of people like bought from like February to May, right? In mm. which case it would have been 20, 30, 20 to twenty to forty bucks on dot and yeah. like three, four hundred bucks on KSM. So a lot of those mm. people like in the past two months would have been like significantly down, right? Like at least half down on their position, which if if you're looking at everybody else in the market saying, ah, oh, it's gonna be a bear market for next year, like yeah, probably a lot of people did sell out right and yeah they're, they're gonna be the same yeah. people that fomo back in when we were trading four five hundred right so yeah that's where it gets really dangerous for people even for like the the danger in a lot of that too is like if they if they did let's say sell out and then now the market rallies and then if they buy back in and then if, uh, if, if, it, if it actually <laughs> does end up if it actually does end up being like a trap or something like that they just lost even more money instead of just like holding their coins and then they could have just, exactly just right. average on the way down. So it's like, yeah, the moment, the moment, like the moment, uh, someone tries to play against like the tide of the market, they just, they get sucked out. And then like, do, do you find your way back to land again <laughs> after that? I don't know. Like it's just, it's, you know, that's the washing machine, man. That's, yeah. that's the washing machine effect. You know, you, you, you panic. sell and then you, you buy back in and then oh, it's just, like yeah. that's why you just hold and you just ride yeah. it out. And, and like you say, with, with 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 
with especially with something like Kasama, it can it could go to an all time high like really fast. It, yeah. Like even I want to say by the end of the month because like I'm I'm prepared to wait years, not a couple of weeks. But you know what I mean? Like, it genuinely could like it genuinely could trade four five hundred by August. Like who knows? Who who knows? You know? Like as long as I think as long as BTC and ETH look look strong, which they do. Like yeah. They've done like since since we hit that low in like uh, like two three weeks ago. They've done like Eve had like thirteen de- like the Eve daily chart looks great, right? Like yeah, like if it can genuinely like get above three k and use that as support, that looks awesome, mm. right? And then yeah, like that's that give it a week, give it a couple of days. That filters down to the smaller caps, and that's when you start to see stuff like Kasama just absolutely send it right. This yeah, um, I. I'm getting my, I have some, this is from my previous job. I have, I had basically some, some spare money from like their retirement account. And since I don't, I don't mm. work at the same, the same employer, like I, I'm able to freely move that money around. Oh, I'm, nice. trying to, I'm trying to funnel, I'm trying to funnel <laughs> it to get more, to get more dots. So it's, since I'm just waiting for, uh, I'm just waiting for, like, I don't really care where the back test is. Like, I don't know if that's going to go to like 24 first or like 28, like, I'm just looking at the the Bollinger bands that are coming up and I'm paying very close attention because Bitcoin dominance also looks like it's about to um it's it looks like it's it it could potentially have a leg down during this month. Mm. Uh and if we see that leg down, we'd 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 see basically a, a pretty powerful rally in the altcoin market for the remainder of August and then September September and I, I would say probably September and like maybe October is where the market may want to like retest certain levels and then we'll get to like reevaluate like what the state of the market is. Right now it looks looks really good. Um and I just I just need to basically have those additional funds ready <laughs> and just I, I'm going through the the whole because the thing that sucks with the with at least some of the retirement accounts, at least in the in the states, is the uh, you, you don't have control of like your keys through like 401ks or something like that. You have right. to, like, access through like a grayscale derivative or access through some sort of trust. But um, mm. I found some options that had dot on there. And then I was asking, like, I actually gave the, like one of their, uh, like one of the fund managers a call. I was like, can you add Kusama? <laughs> <laughs> because it's, ideally I would actually like to put, rotate that into uh, KSM because I'm I'm pretty happy with what I have for my dot holdings. Mm. I mostly just want more uh, KSM at this point, and then um, I I think unfortunately by the time it gets added, it won't be like at it, it won't be like at an optimal price. So I'll probably just have to buy I'll probably just have to buy dot, which is which is fine too. I'm I'm fine with buying. <laughs> it's not the worst. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I I I have my I already have like my bags for for Ethereum. I'm I'm happy with the Ethereum I'm holding don't mm. have any plans to do anything with it and i'm just very bullish on like i'm just very bullish on this ecosystem so this is going to definitely be one of my um one of my uh speculations bets for the duration of like the market cycle so it's gonna yeah for take- sure and, and like I, th- I think that's the thing we'll start seeing as well right is like we've got it with carrera now but when you when you yeah. start to see parachain like these are all going to be small caps especially because like, these are all going to be like really small market caps like 20 30 40 million to start right and that, that stuff genuinely can do like times 100 like and when you yeah, start can, and, when, yeah. and when that stuff starts doing that 
then it's just like, oh God. <laughs> like when people start seeing that power chains can do times a hundred and that they can get the tokens for free by, you know, right. like it's it's just such a it just if it's not bullish a power chain, it's bullish Kasama or Polkadot in general, you know. So yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's like just such a constant feedback loop of like if if Parachain does well, Polkadot Kasama do well, and right. that just encourages the whole system to yeah, uh, it, it's gonna be awesome. And then and then the other thing is when all this stuff starts to roll out on uh, Polkadot later with their Parachains, it's like well, it's it's just gonna be nice because like I don't I don't have to worry about like you know what the price of Dot is at the time. So if like Dot's trading at like ninety dollars or something mm. when it's like bootstrapping its Parachains. I'm just gonna already have like, uh, like positions I can allocate. I'm 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 very I'm, the one I'm I'm likely gonna end up bonding uh, some of my tokens to is Moonbeam because of the whole the whole EVM. Yeah, stuff. Like, can, you, I'm very you, bullish. You can't go that. wrong with that, right? Yeah, like, I was it, like, it's... I I understand this so well. It's like I can't. I I saw this work very well with like Binance Smart Chain. It's just it works. Like EVM is is just it. It's going to be in this this market for. Um, for a very long time so i was like okay like moonbeam <laughs> i understand it very well so that's one I, that's definitely one I'll, I'll be allocating to you and then it's like and then because i i know what's going to happen is like when when all this stuff does start to go underway people are going to be asking like you know like should i should i buy to like put it i'm like dude I don't know. Like, it's not my problem. <laughs> I have bags ready. So exactly, I, it is. it's like at that point, I'm just, I'm just basically making an allocation to something that I think has a lot of potential. So it's like it's, this, the, the dilemma of absolutes, like it's, it, it yeah. goes back to that. it's, it's such a, it's a resistance. It's a resistance on a person's net wealth price chart, whatever that means. Mm, exactly like it, it's like 48 like obviously the, the well it's, it's not a downside but the main like the difference on dot is obviously that the the, the lockup period's much longer but like if you know you you don't need to remain liquid for two years or however yeah. long like to to force yourself to not only hold dot for two years without being able to sell it but to like to then also like pretty much own something like moonbeam for two years like man like even if dots traded at a hundred dollars in a couple months yeah like i can guarantee that the price in two years time especially on something like moonbeam as well is gonna be like it's gonna be the same that we've seen with eth right like eth was trading at a couple hundred bucks like there's no there's no reason why dot can't have that same like trajectory and like forcing yourself to lock up is probably is probably the best thing you could ever do for yourself you know like the fact that yeah i'm sure there'll be some rallies where you're like oh, i wish i could sell but in reality you probably wouldn't sell it anyway right so yeah <laughs> so like at least no it forces you to be a long-term holder and you get rewarded like quite significantly for it like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's um that's crazy yeah it's exciting though it's very exciting as and worst and worst case you stake and you get 15 percent a year like that yeah <laughs> that's a pretty yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good worst case like <laughs> yeah it's gonna be interesting down the line if uh because right right now there's a really good the parachains are just an amazing supply sink for um dot and ksm tokens that just are, are very good for for uh future price discovery um one thing and and this is by no means like this is still so far out before mm. maybe even this question is like relevant but it's it's good to think about this stuff early on so um 
the question in my mind is at some point, like let's say when these networks hit, let's say a hundred, a hundred parachains each, and and there is like th by then there'll be room to like scale past that. Um, but at that point, the, there's going to be a lot of economic energy that's um, basically either stored in the parachain auctions or it's slots that have um, proven the test of time and are now using their own treasury to secure a parachain slot. So um, one thing I was I was thinking about is uh, perhaps over time, there might be it might even make sense. Like right now, it's, it's not really super relevant, but it, it might make sense to like think about other ways to like um if at some point it's necessary to like improve the tokenomics in some way such as like burning with like similar to like what eip 1559 is doing because mm. I, I know there's there's a security model that's built around um it's uh, pretty well thought out with like polkadot and kusama where there's a certain percentage of the network you want to have staked yeah. and then outside of that percentage uh once let's say there's like a more saturation on the network once it does hit let's say um higher higher levels of adoption um then the community could even start to like suggest or think about ways to like introduce like other forms of like supply sinks like because the eip 1559 is like it just basically just burns the supply out of out of existence that just mutually exactly, benefits yeah. benefits everybody so um, no, i'm really that, i'm i'm really glad yeah. you so sorry i'm really glad you say that because it like brings up a point that like we haven't actually even mentioned tonight with which is the like the, the beauty of Pokemon Kasama is that you you have forkless upgrades right like yeah something something like that could be a referendum the community votes on it and then you up the network upgrades like right no right. forks no like Kasama has already gone through like multiple upgrades right like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and that's the future like of course the Ethereum like not to, to it's not even saying anything about about Ethereum because like the London the London upgrade went through fine but like just the ability to be able to upgrade like with no issues is is insane and like that's the thing like Kasama and Dot are future proofed like that right like yeah that like everything you could need like like you say like the like the points you mentioned like are completely valid points but probably not relevant like until a year a couple of years down yeah. the, down the line right. but like it's just super it's super reassuring that like the networks have already been, de been designed with like solutions or like mm -hmm. options in that case right which yeah it's just like you can tell you can tell that like the smartest people in crypto have been like coding this stuff for years, right? It's yeah. like, I don't even know how they came up with it, to be honest, but <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. pretty mind boggling to, to, to even like understand how, especially considering how new a lot of these things are, like it's, mm -hmm. it's, um, it really does take a lot of meditation to like truly appreciate just like how many layers there are to it, you know? It's, yeah, I agree. It's, it's going to be, uh, it's just it's this is where I, I really do just see just crypto in general it's going to be like i i think the off-chain world is going to at some point um just get kind of blended it's it's either gonna have to adapt to, to mm. this on-chain world that we're in um or it's just gonna kind of cease to exist at some point entirely because it's like is the power of being able to see all this stuff on chain is so amazing and so much yeah, better. And, 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 and like for, for my day job, I work in like, I work in like a institutional crypto fund and like, I actually like, we, I'm moving crypto like between wallets all day. 
Yeah. And like when I have to then do like a like a bank wire, I'm like, dude, this is actually a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> if somebody calls and is like, okay, I want to do something, I want to move from this wallet to the next wallet, it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Okay, you'll pay a dollar in gas, and it takes ten minutes, like a couple minutes, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. done. You can see it. I'll send you the transaction. It's done. Like, you can call me at any time of the day and do it. It's yeah. fine. Compared to taking a bank transfer, and it's like like it, it's just yeah it's just i'm amazed we've got this far and it's like the traditional system mm -hmm. is still that bad yeah <laughs> but it's just yeah and like it's not even just the finance like i'm i'm so bullish DeFi, but it's yeah. not even just that it's it's stuff like stuff like kilt as well like mm -hmm. it's it's clear that like web3 and all of these these like things being built around web3 are gonna are gonna be like the next version of of the internet right it sounds almost yeah. a bit gimmicky to say that but like it's so true like it is true though and and and, the, and the thing that like i like i speak to about so like non-crypto people it's just like mm -hmm. like think how long ago it was when we had like when we didn't even have smartphones or we didn't even have like or, or just look at the massive tech companies right look at like amazon yeah. google microsoft or just look at tesla like the the exponential growth of these companies has been like over the past five, ten, maybe fifteen years maximum, and it's like now look at crypto and look at the traditional financial system. Like we can like crypto can grow so exponentially in the next two, three, four, five years, and the thing is we're we're starting off of a much higher base level, right? Like yes, yeah, like like that's the thing. Like the internet, like came kind of i mean obviously we had some stuff before but like the internet smartphones like all of this stuff kind of kind of had to start from scratch right and and even then like this the internet's not that old it's what like 20 20 years old like in its current form not even that in its current form like 10 years old whatever like when you consider the pace that crypto can grow i think people really underestimate how quickly it grows and like yeah like i think uh, just it's going to be super exciting to to to, to go along for the ride because mm -hmm. it's it, it truly adds a lot of value and it like even in terms of a currency in terms of a technology like you say like to be able to track everything to and just like i'm super into the the, the philosophical like side of it as well like yeah to actually give people like control over their own like their own property rights like yeah. it's just we Amazing. need it right like so much better yeah like absolutely uh, do yeah like it's it's not even a, like i know it's a bit of a meme to be like ah the fed are printing money but it's true it's genuinely true yeah. and it's and it's like it's a joke that you look at inflation charts and it's like oh we've got two percent inflation but it's like yeah. hang on if you want to buy a house you can't afford it if you if you want to live like tell somebody that wants to buy an apartment in new york that there's no such thing as inflation right like right. <laughs> like right. you know like inflation is everywhere like everything you buy is is has been affected by inflation just because mm -hmm. like cpi is showing two three percent a year like we kind of get it in our head that oh we don't we don't have inflation but it's like look at everything that you need to to live like the, mm. the cost of everything the cost of university the cost of housing obviously like they're the biggest ones but like the cost of food, the cost of the cost of everything is like significantly higher and and creating DeFi, creating ways for people to earn passive income. And like that's why I just love Dot and Kasama as well. Like you're allowing literally any person on any level of any size of wealth mm -hmm. to pretty much be their own VC firm 
and like not only are they incentivized to 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 save like for the long term but they're rewarded for it as well you know yeah. and, like dot and kazama aren't the only things that do that but like mm -hmm. To me, they're the coolest. That like the auctions are the coolest way of, of incentivizing like a longer term outlook, and yeah, like it's just being able to instantly access like borrowing money, being able to act, like it's just it's really cool. And I yeah. think we're we're still so early, and we're like we're still so early in crypto in general. And like when you then go down to Pokemon Kasama, like to 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 look back and say you got into Pokemon before the auctions even started is gonna be like. I want to. I want to oh, like, make those will be the OGs. <laughs> those will actually be the OGs. Exactly. That's a, good, that's a great point. Like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, whoever gets in before the auctions is actually they're going to be an OG. Exactly, like, man. It's um, it's yeah, like that. You need a T-shirt being like, I am, I am dot before the auctions I'll, or something. <laughs> I'll, take an, I'll definitely take the <laughs> NFT. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, no, it's gonna it's gonna be insane, and 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 yeah, I think locking locking your dot up for two years is probably the best thing you could ever do. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm trying to get. I'm just trying to get more more into more into dot with that some of that and, extra. And yeah. I think that's that's the beautiful dynamic when we hit a bear market. Like when when prices of dot and Kusama are cheap, I think people are more incentivized to crowd fund yeah. because. Because it's like, first of all, I can buy more and 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 put it in there, and it's also, you know, like I, I mean, at least that's how I view it. Like when, I, especially like during the recent crash, like I think a lot mm. of people were like, well, you know, I'll I'll accumulate some more since it's so cheap, and like because it's so cheap, I'm not too worried about keeping it in there for longer. Which it's just like a double effect, right? Because chances are, in a year's time, the market looks completely different, right? But you've still had like the supply sink, yeah. The, the, you know, so it's like it's such a like domino effect that doesn't happen straight away, but like definitely adds to to, mm. to the market like it over the over the long term. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, everything everything just looks. I'm just looking at the price charts right now, and it looks like on the Kusama price chart, if we see. <laughs> Oh man, we just need like ten more. We need a couple more percent to break that like two thirty-five yeah, level. Like that, and then... <laughs> that pesky level. Honestly, that that two thirty-five level, I I almost think because I'm I'm looking at some of the moving averages and Kusama could could rally pretty quickly up to like two sixty-four before it hits. Um, it's not. It's more just a moving average on the chart that uh, traders will likely. Um, mm take it they'll they'll likely respect certain moving averages but yeah there's really not much between 230 up to like 260 that the price could basically rally and then um looking at the daily that would actually put it above the bollinger bands and then what would be really cool is if it ends up building up it, it the the chart patterns right now if you if you look at kusama from october of 2020 up through today and look mm. at the chart pattern for a dot from that same time frame up to today. It's the same chart pattern on, on both of them. They're both going to have a very uh, similar extension. It's just Kusama because of the, the, the ratios there's, there's like, there's higher, there's higher ROI uh, potential. That's why I'm like, I, I like the, um, I, that's why I, I it would have been nice if I could have gotten the Kusama allocation in my, retirement account but i think by the time they have that in the ratio play um, won't necessarily be like as optimal at the time so 
Um, I guess I'll just have to, I'll have to just buy more, buy more dot. Oh, <laughs> like, no, what a shame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, uh, I don't mean to be fair, I think I did a poll a couple of weeks ago, and I, but I think, yeah, like the majority, the majority of people are probably either like 70, 30 dot to KSM or, yeah. or 50, 50 dot KSM. Like, mm. But like, like you say, right? The as the relative value changes, that skew is going to change as well, right? If, yeah. If if KSM really outperforms, then you're going to naturally be holding like mm. 70, uh, 60, 40 instead of 80, 20 or something, you know? So yeah, it's like you're ne you're never losing out, and uh, right, right. And I think, yeah, like the, the 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 potential on both is so big that it doesn't it doesn't really matter, like. <laughs> Like you're gonna you're gonna do well whichever one you hold, right? So yeah, um, it's kind of just down to personal preference as well. Like if if you if you know that you're gonna be following like the the, the smaller stuff on Kasama and like you're more interested in like in, in like trying out stuff as soon as it launches, then yeah, like you're probably gonna want to follow Kasama more. And if if you know that like you're probably just gonna want to follow the big uh, the big major power chains on on Dot and follow that, then like you know there's, there's there's preference for both and like you don't that's that's the beauty of it like i don't think i don't think anybody like would ever just look at one and and, and ignore the other because like, that doesn't make much sense really but yeah i agree I th I, I, they're, they'll both be very very it, it to me it's becoming more and more clear as even even just kusama's bootstrapping with its parachain auctions because um the market is looking at it for at least on the outside that that aren't familiar with the ecosystem they're looking at it as a bitcoin they're they're they're, they're thinking of it just because of like bitcoin and litecoin and it's like at the time the market was like well if i buy a litecoin i can make outsized returns versus bitcoin which turned out to not really be true like litecoin has kind of a long-term downtrend versus bitcoin but the thing is that that mentality is not it that's not applicable to polkadot and kusama this is the the a unique this is the first time we're seeing two networks yeah, that are that are building at, on top of each other and, and and like i don't like to say it this way because it kind of sounds bad against dot but like imagine imagine if, if dot never existed right like imagine if dot we just wiped off the face of the earth like yeah, Kasama would still be like Kasama would probably be more valuable if if Dot didn't exist. Kasama would probably be significantly more valuable because people would would look at it as its own independent, unique network and look at it for the value that it has. Which, like, I think, I, like that's why I always call Kasama the main net and Dot yeah. the, VIP, the VIP net because I mm. think that and that's the thing. Like, it is a canary network, but at the same time, like we've never really had a proper canary network and nobody yeah. really knows what a canary network is right so like i don't think it's i don't think it's unjustified that like people have kind of overlooked it mm -hmm. like i think that's just the nature of like people in general right like you yeah. it's, it's 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 a it's a really complicated beast and like i think it's i think it's no surprise that we're gonna wait we're gonna to have to wait until it's a bit more launched before it really does something something crazy but like i think that's that that just means all the better for everybody that's looked at it at, so far right it's it's um because it's, it's it's an incredibly undervalued project if you're buying now or whatever probably even in a couple of months it'll still probably be undervalued right so it's um it's yeah it's even better to the long-term holders right so yeah 
I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm just keeping Moon River and Moonbeam. Those are my, that's my my dynamic duo. Exactly. And that's just the problem. Like the, the, it's a good problem to have, but the main problem is like, oh man, I'm I'm either running out of fear or I'm running out of Kusama to like, to, to fun to this stuff. Cause yeah, like now it's like, oh man, kill. Oh, but I really like Basilisk as well. Basilisk, and, uh, I like that one too. That's what I'm, yeah, I'm like, following. I like, that. Basilisk, I like Basilisk. I don't really like what they're trying to bring because like Kasama is meant to be the whole like innovative network. Um, yeah. And their whole like aim is like, well, okay, obviously smaller caps, like probably aren't even going to launch on, on centralized exchanges. So yeah. we, we need a way to like properly launch smaller market caps without it being like super risky or volatile or like whales mm. ruining it. So like they're, they're, they're just bringing a complete new like, like layer of liquidity into the network, which yeah, it's just so, so cool because like, I, I, I don't really know. I think they're, I, I think they're doing something that like doesn't really exist. Like obviously you have liquidity bootstrapping and like they're, they're building off of like the balancer liquidity pools. But yeah. like I'm pretty sure they're like building their own stuff and, and, and their omni pool that they're gonna be building on polka dot, that's really cool. Like uh, uh is, yeah, like to be fair, like they're they're still kind of um like I don't think they've really released like proper detailed white papers and stuff, but even just from like the, the stuff they have posted, you can tell that like it's yeah. gonna be and like a project like that is super cool because on, on Basilisk you get real, you get um so Hydra DX is the uh, Polkadot uh, parachain version, and if you mm-hmm. participate in the Basilisk auction, you also get a portion of the Hydra DX tokens. So, mm, okay, you know, like it's just so. So this is what I mean. Like the the, the relationship between Kasama and Polkadot is so intertwined. Like it's yeah, it, it's super cool. Like I think a few others. Like and like I said, with the Kilt one, they only have one token across Kasama and Polkadot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like stuff like that is just like, yeah, like Kasama and Polkadot are just uh, have a have a have a very weird and beautiful relationship. <laughs> yep, it's and the what's it, what the the early, I would say the early investors in the ecosystem are they're just going to have a huge advantage over everybody else because when everybody else comes in, they're not going to like all these details they're not going to really understand it i guess because yeah their like world like, is different I, from, I guess, from the yeah from the sorry, work points. yeah like i guess that's the thing right like it's so there are so many details to it right it's like even if you understand the general concept of polka dot and kasama like then you've got to kind of understand the like the how the auctions work and like the rewards of the auctions and why would you go for one or the other like it's um like yeah there's there's always like i think you're you are genuinely rewarded for like how much effort you put into understanding it all um yeah and even on like karura now right like if you've genuinely been one of these people following karura like as it launched mm-hmm. um like yeah you have you have like access to a 500 percent apy pools which okay um i hope it doesn't stay because that's a bit too high but you know what i mean like yeah. it just like there's there's always opportunities if you and like like look when karura started trading it was trading at four dollars and then instantly doubled to eight like mm. if, if you're following this stuff 
like relatively closely, then there's always up like um, it's going to be the exact same thing when Moon River starts trading. Um, it's going to be the exact same thing. It'll probably trade. I don't know. Probably open up and then hold there for a couple of days, and then people will realize what it is, and then it will just instantly double. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's going to do the same as Carrera, to be honest. But um, if you know that, and like people like yourself, like know the value of it, then like it's a great thing to quickly market by as soon as it as soon as it's listed, right? Because at the end of the right. day, like it was crazy when Carrera started trading. Um, it started trading on like a couple uh, centralized exchanges and then mm-hmm. a day after it started trading on the decks. Um, but the prices were all over the place. Like yeah. Kraken, Kraken was like $5 whilst the decks was like $4 whilst mm. Qcoin was like four and a half dollars. It was like, like it was just super interesting because you're, you're not normally like used to seeing that, but like it was trading like maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars worth at a time, you know, so the liquidity was tiny. So yeah. if you bear in mind that that was probably the most popular, uh, the first and biggest parachain, then like the opportunities to like scoop up some, some super cheap like parachains, mm-hmm. even if it's just for short term, like, I mean, long term is going to be great, but yeah, like even short term, the, the, like to, to catch some of this stuff as soon as it launches, it's going to be awesome for, for a lot for a lot of us that like follow it quite closely, you know? Yeah. Yep. The, uh, <laughs> there will be a lot of, uh, gold, <laughs> golden hands on, on it's, it's just, it's just running out of fear for to do yeah. all this stuff. You know, it's, I can't bring myself to sell KSM to buy anything else. So, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, it's managing that more than anything else at this point. <laughs> yeah. I might have, it, it's, let's see how much, hmm, yeah, I just have to maybe get a, maybe I'll get lucky in the list. I'm going to give him a call again and just ask him because it's <laughs> I like, hope I haven't given you FOMO talking, well, being so bullish about uh, Dog. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I've, I've, I wanted to get, I, I've, oh, okay. I've always wanted to get, this is because I was, I was asked because it's the same, I'm like, it's the same like code base. So it should be like, should be no problem. Just like adding that additional asset. And <clears throat> I was like giving recommendations because you're giving like these other, because uh, they, they use like Coinbase custody to like store assets or something like that. And I was like, how about uh, Kraken? I was like, yeah, I suppose yeah. because uh, but that's another thing as well. Like, because that isn't even listed on Coinbase. So imagine if they throw that whilst we're in peak bull run in August. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. that's that's another thirty percent rally just on top. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, um, I was giving all these recommendations to try to get like access to KSM in a retirement account, and <laughs> I basically converged on. I, I think realistically, what I'll have to do is. Um, I have to, I actually have to go pretty in depth on that. Cause what I would really like to do is take, it'd be nice if I could have like control over, um, allocating some of that to like the parachain auctions as well. Um, yeah, that would be, yeah. that would be, but yeah, Kraken's probably the best, like, um, I mean, Kraken's, Kraken's not, Kraken like definitely like the safest, most regulated, yeah, right? They're, so they're, so, they're solid. They're, they've been, they've been pretty well established and, for quite and, a while. And to be honest, like I know it kind of goes against the grain of um, being fully decentralized and stuff, but like I kind of see the value in also just leaving stuff for Kraken too. Like the fact that you can unbolt, like, especially whilst uh, the, the, the auctions are kicking off, like the yeah. fact that you can have instant access to, to staked funds is 
mm-hmm. you know like if you if you want to be able to quick to, especially like with all this DeFi stuff like okay you get a few more percent if you have it staked on .js um, right but if you know you want to maybe have access like to to put it in some Carrara liquidity pool straight away then uh, it's it's not the worst thing in the world you know to have it on Kraken yes. yeah I agree it's it's pretty easy you do get the added convenience. And I think like it's pretty clear that they're super bullish. Um, they're super bullish, uh, like Polkadot ecosystem as well, right? Like yeah, they've been, they they're, they've really been like, and their podcasts are great, right? Like mm. they've they've really been trying to push it and add a lot of value and make it easy to to get involved. And I think right. that's super good for them because at the end of the day, they're gonna they're gonna win as well, right? Like mm-hmm. that, like as the as the ecosystem grows, they're gonna make. They're gonna make money too, so it's at least at least that like we're all benefiting from it too. So yeah, I agree. Crack Kraken is has been by far the most supportive of the entire ecosystem. I'm not. I I don't. I'm I'm more. I, I have a more of a vendetta against Coinbase. Yeah. Um, even though I I use Coinbase, they're a really good on ramp, but um, I just I don't know. I I haven't had the same. I'm just not feeling it with Coinbase. Like I, I see way more. You're right. Like I, they, uh, Kraken has things like the pot. There, there's a clear intent in my mind, at least on the side of Coinbase, where they're or not Coinbase, sorry, Kraken, where they're actually actively investing, putting time into yeah. the ecosystem. Whereas like Coinbase, I don't. I just don't see it. Like Coinbase, generally, I think what ends up happening with a lot of coins is uh, it gets listed, and then I have this theory that Brian just like dumps his holdings, and then. <laughs> And like I just like I just like I don't trust Brian. I don't trust Coinbase. Um, Kraken's already a very good on ramp, very common exchange. And then I think once like the DEXs are fully underway and there's bridging to Ethereum, there's ways to get exposure to the asset. I, I think inevitably the the Coinbase. I, I guess one of the conduits at some point later on. Granted, this this will probably be at like a much higher price point. Um, I imagine at some point uh, for somebody to get to go from like let's say coinbase to if they don't have access to kraken they would have to basically withdraw like dot and then use like a dex to do like a dot a dot to ksm swap is like another way somebody could do that true yeah that's true there's there's too many layers to this i guess right it's, uh, yeah <laughs> but um yeah that's true it's that'd be interesting to see yeah how that dex like Dex centralized exchange relationship moves too, right? It's, yeah. Especially, especially if it's. I mean, I don't. I don't really know the fees. Is it that much more expensive to trade on? Because like Karura is um, like what point three percent trading fee, I think. Uh, I think it's so for. Mm, I'm not sure which one. It's more. Mm. It's about. It's actually so. I I think Kraken and Coinbase are about the same. So it's probably around point four percent. Trading right. page, if I had to, if I had to estimate, I think Coinbase is around 0.4 percent. Yeah, it's, but you'd like you'd think these, like you'd think that the, maybe in the in the future these guys support parachains and stuff as well, right? Because yeah, like at the end of the day, as the ecosystem grows, if if they can charge one two percent fees on top of that, then like yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're in it for the money at the end of the day, sort of thing. Right. You know? it's, like, because I think Kraken charged ten percent on the like the parachain rewards. Yeah, they which charge, oh, is that I mean, what it is? Okay. I yeah, which I mean, I was like, I'll just know. use my own wallet. 
Yeah, exactly. Like it, it depends. Like if, if you're if that was if that's the difference between like uh, you not doing it and you doing yeah, it, then right. then it's probably worth it. But yeah, like if if you if you're able to do it on your own JS, then it makes sense, right? This mm. stuff. Well, the good, the good news is during this uh, podcast, Kusama just went up in price the entire time. Yeah, dude, so. we, I was just about to say, like, we're going to have to stay on this call for the next, like, 48 hours. If if if, uh, <laughs> if, the, if, if it means yeah. the market goes up, then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you, you can never, you're never allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, I'm going to have to... Uh... I'm gonna have to uh, bust a move now, but um, yeah, well, all good. I'm gonna yeah. go grab some. I'm gonna go grab some. No, that was uh, that was a surprisingly really... quick three hours. Like, wow, yeah. that... <laughs> it's it's amazing how quick time goes when you're uh, talking about this stuff, right? It's, uh... Yeah, absolutely. That was go by fast. And and I guess before before you head out, is there uh, is there a good uh, place on social media for? Um, everyone to follow you online yeah, just uh so on twitter yeah just twitter really um, mm, um okay twitter, yeah twitter uh, um marmite toast uh if you search i mean i think my username is something different but um i think my my actual user is t-l-e underscore dot underscore com but i think mm. if you i think if you search marmite toast you'll find me um but yeah, like either that or you'll probably see my name pop up in like one of the parachain discords or yeah, you, you, I mean, I'm tweeting about KSM and dot like 10 times a day. So <laughs> I need to, I need yeah. to slow down, but the, the excitement's getting bigger, you know, so it's hard not to, but um, yeah, it's all, it's all good. You're, and, and plus, <laughs> plus all, uh, you're going to, your, uh, your Twitter will be uh, tagged in the, in the tweet. So Ah, um, cheers! Thank you, man. Yeah, but no, no it's problem. been awesome to. Uh, it's, thanks for thanks for letting me join. It's um, you know, you it's always interesting to 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 speak about it in general, and and you you help bring up a lot of interesting points, and and uh, it's it's I always love hearing people that like come from Ethereum and stuff like that that then discover Polkadot, um, because like like because then I think it's much easier to understand like the value that it it's trying to bring yeah um and like it's just easier to it's much it's like if you're trying to understand polka dot because from scratch mm. then it's like wow that's uh that's a steep learning curve you know but um but yeah it's 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 always fun to to share the love of of what what it's going to become you know because like we've said pretty much throughout this whole call like it, it can become so many things but at the end of the day none of us really know and like it's all absolutes and it's all uh the only thing certain is the uncertainty right so <laughs> yeah you probably want to have bags through all the uncertainty though yeah exactly like the the one thing yeah the one thing i can guarantee is i'll be i'll be holding i'll be holding ksm dot and all the parachains for uh for the foreseeable future you know yeah <laughs> i know i think i think we this podcast came at the perfect time because i think I think we're gonna. Uh, I think we're really gonna see some action in in the next couple months that uh, mm -hmm. that that will excite. You know, the the rest of the, I think the, the wider market doesn't really care about all these tech details, and they're just gonna start to get excited when they see uh, 20, 30 percent rallies in 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 a couple of days. Um, 
like back to back um and and that's when the the retail fomo comes in right it's um yeah and there's so much stuff rolling out it's gonna be super interesting to follow and, and like yeah. and like i said auctions not even started on polkadot so we're still both super early and if anybody's hearing this and learning about polkadot for the first time then just definitely don't think you're late to the party it's because it's, it's i don't think it's even started to be honest so <laughs> yeah I, I think it's it's still in the very it's it's in its infancy right now for sure uh marmite toast you mentioned uh twitter um twitter is the best place to follow you and then uh i'll put a a link for anybody that's listening i'll put there's a uh, direct link to marmite's twitter handle definitely follow it super active in the dotsama ecosystem um very very active so definitely follow follow that and then um it was this is a, re- a really good podcast i've learned a lot so no really thank you man you it's, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure and uh like yeah i could talk for for days about this stuff so it's 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 always fun and yeah like i've i've I learned a lot too and that's i think that's the best that's the best outcome right so um ho- hopefully other people learn a bit too but um yeah no thank you yeah cool all right Cool. Thanks, guys. And then we will see you sometime in the next podcast. Take care.